Make sure you download the Woodward Sports app in the App Store and the Google Play Store today. Take Woodward Sports with you wherever you go and listen live on your phone or mobile device. And good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Morning Woodward Show here on the Woodward Sports Network. Jeff Iafredi. What's up, dude? What's going on? We're tweeting kind of right now. Who told um, you to wear this color? Yeah, I guess. Not really. I, eh. Not literally. I'm not giving but, you that, but all right. No, fine. I'm not giving you that. <laughs> you don't want to. <laughs> good morning, Fish. What's up, buddy? <laughs> what are you doing in there? What am I doing in here? Yeah. Uh, I mean, I got these ready for you, lovely people. Headphones. That's about How's it. How was your Wednesday? You watched Champions League? Oh, hell yeah. How do How'd you not? Go? I How'd enjoyed it, it. That Barcelona Inter game? Oh. I didn't watch. Why? Did you see highlights at least? I'm working at 2 o'clock, buddy. Okay, you have soccer. a cellular device. You also have a computer. You can multitask. You have AirPods. You can you can listen to the radio version or the television version like I do and stick the AirPods. You have multiple uh, versions to listen to. You can make it work out. You can always make it work. Yeah, see? He knows. Not really. Not really. How was your drive-in <laughs> this morning? Normal, typical. Normal. You got here on time. I, everything I did. was normal, right? Yep, everything was normal. All right. Jeff, you were late. <laughs> I was not late. I'm, I'm 20 minutes early. I was at late. Uh, 7:45. <laughs> 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 I'm always okay. No, I'm always here before. It's me and Fish in this building every day before anybody. But today I, I got stopped at a, at the railroad because of some stupid train. <laughs> And it was stuck at the railroad, and it was not moving. Never Why? seen that. I don't know. I, I pulled up to the, you know, they have the thing down, the lights are blinking. Where, where was it in? Was I'm it in waiting, Royal I'm waiting, I'm waiting. This train does not move for 20 minutes, and then it decides to move. I thought I was going to be actually late. I was oh, like, man. oh, here we go. Another stupid story I got to tell. Brutal. Train made me late. Was it in Royal Oak? Where was it in? No, it was, um, it was out by where I live, like by Garfield. I mean, Anchor Bay, go Tars? Yeah, I heard they, they they won though when you were there. They okay. did. They right. won. They won the Mac. It was Red dead though. Fish went to my high school for a soccer game. There's nobody there. Yeah, there's no one there. What Fish the really hell? Showed that no. I mean, the spirit ain't really high at my school for uh, for soccer. Disappointed me. Black in like 15 years. <laughs> you should. In that high school, I just want you to know that. <laughs> it's just gonna be my hair. It'll either be for your hair <laughs> yeah. or what you do here. One of the two. <laughs> and then there's Westfall. Good morning, buddy. How are you? Uh, I'm great. <laughs> How does it feel to be on time for the first time? Yay! It's, it's a new experience. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Did you go to bed at 12.30 again last night? Uh, Fish, we don't talk about people's private life and when they sleep. Shut the hell up. Well, I, went to, I went to bed at 11 after, after eating dinner at The Gathering Place. Have you heard of that place? No. In Troy, The Gathering Place or Our Gathering Place. It's been there for Have like 50 I, years. I, I, since 1939. Anybody? It's not processing. It's on John R. Road in Troy, Michigan. A gathering place. A gathering place. Yeah. Doesn't ring a bell. Doesn't ring a bell. It's just a hole-in-the-wall sports bar. So you're going to bars? You can classify it as bars. Fish, sure. you got to get fish completely just fish stupid drunk. I'm not getting wasted, though. I mean, I might get wasted on, like, Coke and Pepsi. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, you're you're full of stuff. crap, fish. Justin sent me pictures of you at Sticks Party. All right. Was that your beer, by what the way? It? 
No, it was not my beer. Yeah, the yeah, Corona? Yeah, it wasn't your beer. I know, buddy. I, <laughs> I mean, know. you can classify it's it as my beer. We got a jam packed show today. 8.15, does Michigan have enough to compete for a national championship? Can I call you out? Where were you at the party on Friday? I didn't show up to the birthday yeah, party. Yeah, why? Because I was working. You think <laughs> I wanted to show up? Oh, my God. Shut the hell up. <laughs> I wanted to go to sleep. <laughs> I ended up having to stay up till 4 a.m. because I had to go to that uh. party on Friday. I want to get some sleep. Sorry, you and Alex. Fish, you 100% do cocaine. Yeah, what? I believe it. He said he liked Coke, but then he said Pepsi, so. Yeah. Well, I didn't know the, what, kind the, of, the, I know the what Coke he was talking about. The, the soda Coke, not soda. the well, Coke. Long story not the short, snorting Coke. We got to go to Michigan football, 8.30. Some Pistons talk, Marvin Bagley injured, what it means for Jalen Duran. Early season preview for the Pistons. 8.45, Michigan State, what's the concern level with Mel Tucker right now? Top of the hour, we'll go around the NFC, the NFC North mainly. Look at the teams in the division lines on a bye week. What can you expect? 9.15, we'll get to Jeff Okuda. 9.30, we'll got to get to the Detroit Red Wings. Weren't able to get to them yesterday. Yeah. And then, of course, Thursday Night Football. Can't wait. It's Oof. the greatest Thursday Night Football game they've ever put together. The Washington Commanders versus the Chicago Bears. <laughs> The Bears. Oh, hey, you, hey, you think there'll be more touchdown scored than last game? Maybe not. <laughs> there might it's be negative worse. points on the it's board. Even worse than last week. That game might end 2-0. Yeah, 2-0. Just the safety. Watch it be like 45-38. We'll shoot out. <laughs> Carson Wentz after those Ron Rivera comments. Oh God. Now it'll be. Speaking it'll be of gro- which, it'll be gross. What the hell was that? It's a dude who, who can feel the pressure. What pressure? Ron Rivera is, I'm telling you, I'd, I'd launch him out of Washington by the end of the season. And the reason why he brought up his quarterback, it's like, dude, really? The Cowboys are winning with Cooper Rush. Jalen Hurts has four, what does he have, three, four passing touchdowns. Like, you don't. Oh, my God. Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones, four and one. <laughs> you looked at Washington before the season. I could have sold you on their defensive front. Yeah. Terry McLaurin. Curtis Samuel. They got nice pieces. I'm not saying great, but they got nice pieces. For you to play the way you do and blame that game on Carson Wentz or your start to the season on Carson Wentz. When kick you, rocks. When you can't protect him at all. Yeah, kick it's, rocks. It's ridiculous. Not doing it. Ron Rivera, that's a guy who feels the pressure. Like if you're if you're if you're taking shots at your quarterback, I feel like you kind of can well, already who feel else the heat. Is taking shots at their quarterback. Dan Campbell. Yeah. Uh, you just can't give away seven. That's, yeah. Can't give away well, seven, man. Really, uh, you know, really really hurts the team, man. Can't give away seven, man. When are coaches going to realize that nobody cares about your excuses? Matt Rule didn't have a quarterback since day one. <laughs> you think anybody feels bad for Matt Rule right now? Nope. Nobody cares. Newsflash, by the way. Good morning, everybody. If you think anybody in the world cares about your problems, I have a secret for you. What is it? They don't. Oh, okay. Nobody cares. Nobody's walking around thinking about you and your problems. Jeff, I love you. I don't go home and think, oh, Jeff, you know, he's got (laughs) marital problems. He's got this. He's got that. He can barely walk on one leg. Nobody, you did. nobody does that. Wow. Oh, poor Alex. He can't. He can't do his job correctly. We're, oh no. Nobody. Nobody thinks like this. Yeah. Nobody. 
Everyone resumes their own lives. Everybody moves on. Everybody's busy. And at the end of the day, you know how we judge head coaches? Ron Rivera, FYI. Wins. Losses. Playoff appearances. Playoff wins. Division titles. Yeah. Cool? Great. What do you think of Bill O'Brien as a head coach? Bum? Yeah. Really? Especially towards the end. I mean, he was successful towards with Towards the end, Deshaun. he was a bum of GM. Yeah. But that's a guy with multiple at, division titles. Yeah, a guy wins. who yeah. can win games. He won with Deshaun Watson. Had a quarterback. And then at the end, it was it like... It was the D-hop trade that really yeah. was his downfall. If he wasn't the GM, I still think he's in Houston. But regardless of the point. Yeah. Abe's in the chat. Abe. Oh, poor Adam. Can't root for a winning team. Oh, Abe. You know, where are the Mets? Because they're at home with the Tigers right now. <laughs> They had a miserable time. The Tigers lasted as long as the Mets did. Think about that. And you won like 30 more games than the Tigers did. The Mets got to sniff the playoffs. We didn't even know what the playoffs is. We got Mazza. Is Mazza a Mets fan or a Yankee fan? I I I, never can tell. The only team he hates is the Rangers. He only hates the Rangers. So he likes everybody else. Yep. Devils, Nets, uh, Knicks, Yankees, Mets. Probably forgetting one or two, but damn. Only team he hates is the Rangers. So he's like living his best life, even if the Mets are out, the Yankees are still. He's jumping ship. Speaking of which, Padres won last night. Beat the Dodgers. They did. Not bad. Wasn't expecting that. Phillies get shut out by the Atlanta Braves. Not Mm -hmm. bad. Braves look good. Playoff baseball must be nice. Yeah, I was gonna say. (laughs) Must be nice to watch your team in October, and every pitch matters. Must be nice. Thanks, Al. (laughs) Don't think I forgot about you, bud. Well, can we, can we clap up for Al Mila? That are, that are, you know, no? watching with great fear. We don't have that, you know, same experience. At least we haven't had that for quite some time. So we'd love to see some playoff baseball back at Comerica Park. One day. That'd be great. That'd be One great. Day. Scott Harris, though. Love that guy. We'll see what he can do. Oh, man. Yeah, you know what? I, I agree with the show and the, and the Woodward Sports Chat. That's unbelievable, Maz. Haha. What a way to watch sports. I'm a diehard of 19 different teams. <laughs> I find that difficult. I Maz, I don't know how he does it. I really don't. I don't know how he does it. And he'll come in wearing like a Miami Dolphins hoodie. I'm like, wait, what? Well, but he just, but it's just him supporting, you know? Well, yeah. Just, I mean, he had like all 30 NFL teams or all 32 NFL teams, all 30 basketball his teams. His Patriot stuff. For, I mean, I think he's just, yeah. he's just a sports. I mean, he's a. Well, he loves the old school stuff. Yeah. He's a, he's a diehard fan of just sports in general. Well, Maz has been watching sports since what, 1912? 13? Oh, I was thinking the 1800s. Oh, wow. I didn't know. Thank yeah. you, Fish, for the clarification there. Well, look. We got a jam-packed <laughs> show. Kind of already ran through it. Jeff, good morning. Fish, good morning. Everybody in the Woodward oh, Sports good morning. chat. Fish. You're very nice to me this morning. Shut I don't know why. Up. Oh, there we go. There you go. Don't You're waiting it. on that. Don't You're ruin on that. <laughs> he goes, don't ruin it. <laughs> don't ruin it. Abe, I see you in the chat, buddy. I'm not sorry about your Mets at all. Zero. But when we get back... Does Michigan football have enough to compete for a national championship? Jeff and I will discuss in just a bit. But before we do, Jeff, our good friends over at Big Frog. Guys, I can tell you about Big Frog, and I can tell you where to get a free Woolworth Sports t-shirt. And that's right, a free Woolworth Sports t-shirt all month long at Big Frog and Novi. Just stop in, tell them we sent you, and they will print one out for you on the spot. So go to Big Frog and Novi today, get your free t-shirt, or you can visit them online at bigfrog.com slash Novi. What a... For a limited time only, all new burgers and loaded fries at Big Boy. It's not a Slim Jim, it's THE Big Jim. 
The chili cheese is such a tease. Guess what else is new? The bacon blue. How about upgrading those fries? Chili cheese fries, baked potato fries, nacho fries. What will it be? Satisfy those taste buds at Big Boy. My name is Lee. I've lost 35 pounds on the Custom Health Center program. So the three biggest benefits that I've gotten from this, uh, this program has been, I'm not snoring anymore. I have a lot of energy. Uh, it's great. And oh, by the way, look at this. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Call us at 844-789-THIN or visit customhealthcenters.com for a free consultation and get started for as little as $5 a day. Woodward Avenue, the first paved road in America. Woodward Sports, the first sports network born in Detroit and made for Detroit. And we are back here on the Morning Woodward Show. Thank you to everybody joining over at woodwardsports.com. To everybody in the Woodward Sports chat, we see you. Let's get the show started on a positive note. Jeff, does Michigan have enough to compete for a national championship? I don't think so. Um, although it's you know, it's, especially in the world of college football, it's, it's you could argue it's wide open. You look at Alabama, and you look at Bryce Young and the injury he has with his shoulder. Georgia is now coming into their own, but they've been struggling the last couple of weeks. I get all of that. But the reality is, like, it's not even about national championship. Can Michigan beat Ohio State is probably the number one thing for me. Because if you can go and beat Ohio State, I think that's when the expectations can kind of shift. Right now, they're just focused on Penn State. I mean, you've got to get through Penn State at this point. Um, if you just want to compare Michigan and, and Ohio State, the, thing, the differences I see, especially, we'll just start with running back depth. Blake Corum has been excellent this year. But the question I have is, can you ride Blake Corum to a national championship run? And like Ohio State, they have two good backs. They have multiple good receivers. They have depth everywhere. And I think that's what Michigan lacks as well. And defensively, they're not, they don't have those marquee players like last year, at least not yet. They have a collection of guys. You can get to the quarterback by, by group effort. I mean, Mike Morris has shown things. But overall, I just don't think they have the depth. And for J.J. in his first season starting, to expect him to take this team all the way to the national championship, Although, yeah, anything can happen. I just don't see it. So for me, Adam, I'm going to say no because they just don't have the depth other teams have. Now, if you beat Ohio State, you prove me wrong, we can have a conversation. How likely is it? Where do they match up? But as of right now, I'm just concerned about Penn State this week, Adam. I mean, if they, they, they got to beat Penn State and continue to show because as of right now, who you beat? You went to Iowa, you beat Iowa. It was an impressive victory, but that doesn't – move me to push Michigan into a national you know contender conversation so I, I, right now I, I don't know if they have the talent overall I mean even offensively they got weapons Ronnie Bell Luke Schoonmaker but I mean Ohio State it's just a different animal I mean every team especially the the Georgia's Alabama's I mean maybe Alabama you can make the argument but Ohio State I mean you you got guys so that would probably be the difference for me Adam and, and defensively I don't think they've shown to be a dominant defense um, they've shown to be a very good defense but I think the big test for me Go out, beat Penn State, and at the end of the year, when you face Ohio State, well, you got to take care of Michigan State, by the way, and then when you get to Ohio State, if they could put up a fight and or beat Ohio State, I think that's when the conversation should start. I think people saying they could win it right now is just too premature for me, Adam. It really is. Just looking at, strictly the roster. Although you have the quarterback, the dynamic quarterback, 
is this a is this a team where you could put everything on JJ's shoulders and he can go out and beat beat a team? I mean, that's that's the question I have. I think he can do it, but he just hasn't shown it yet. So I'm waiting on that. This week, Penn State very good against the run. If if they stop Blake Corum and JJ can can pull you to a victory, you might have the quarterback to overcome those things. But right now, it's just they haven't proved to me yet. And my gut says no. If I'm being honest with you, I think there are championship qualities about Michigan. Mm-hmm. Their defensive front, I think, is only going to get better as the season progresses. Let's start there. JJ McCarthy. People like me and anyone else, whoever it may be, that campaigned for JJ as long as we have. It was for for this very reason. Hey, I don't think you can win a national title dinking and dunking. Right. Right? The dink and dunk, the underneath, the check down, the 10 of 11 for 57 yards. You can't. And what we've seen with J.J. is the Michigan offense really hasn't opened up. Right? They missed Roman Wilson over the weekend. Not having any screen action, play action. Again, are they saving it? I don't, I don't see it. I don't see that Michigan is holding back the playbook for later on in the year. That doesn't make sense to me. No, they gave him some shots. That, it, it doesn't just... make sense from a coaching standpoint. I don't see enough play action. What does Michigan do well? They run the ball. Yes. Cool. What does... What is one of the hardest things to defend against? The play action. Especially Why? When, Especially when the team is running the ball effectively. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Blake Corum go for, for what, 100 yards? You didn't run play action maybe once? It, Michigan, to me, what's holding them back from being a tr- legitimate national contender, it's not the roster. I think right now it's coaching. Scheme. I don't like... How they're lining up on offense. They're predictable. They have five, six, seven, maybe eight sets that they go to, and you know what's coming. And that's the traditional, oh, we're going to run the football down your throat. That works against the really bad teams. It worked against Ohio State last year. Great. Do you see what Ohio State looked like right now? Oh, dude, they're, they're, See what Georgia look like right now? Track, it's track stars. Bam are winning without uh, Bryce Young. A lot of good teams in college football. Ohio State's football. winning without Jackson Smith and Jigma. So a lot of good teams in college football. Playing. Clemson, yeah. USC undefeated. A lot of good teams. Tennessee coming up. They may beat Bama this weekend. Michigan needs to be able to move the ball downfield through the air. I'm not saying it's your priority one. Your priority one should always be to establish the run, Blake Corum, Donovan Edwards. But why did we talk about J.J. McCarthy? Not because he was cute or he could run with the ball a little bit more. Because he could drive the ball downfield, he had the arm strength, and he showed the accuracy. Cool. You've seen it in glimpses this year. Cool. But Michigan have to open up their playbook for me to even take them as national contenders. And again, they got a tough matchup against Penn State, who honestly match up very well against what Michigan likes to do. You want to talk about a team that's going to balance out what Michigan does? If 
Penn State stops the run. You're looking at JJ and saying, dude, go win us this football game. Because that's what it's going to come down to. Yeah. And not with your likes, kid. You got Ronnie Bell, Roman Wilson, Andrew Anthony, Donovan Edwards out of the backfield. You have weapons. Cornelius Johnson, you have weapons. The Michigan offense, in my opinion, are in a better spot than they were last year. The defense, I think, are in a better spot than they were last year. I think Michigan right now is better than they were last year. But the offense needs to take that next step. And I'm not telling you go full air raid offense. But do me a favor. Run more play action. Get J.J. out on the out of the pocket. Yeah. Don't make him just drop back and make decisions. No, get him out of the pocket, get him moving, and have him make one, two, three. That's it. Make it super simple. Go look at what the Giants are doing with Brian Dable right now. They're lining up seven guys in protection, looking like a run, heavy play action. He rolls out. Boom. And he's got an underneath route, an intermediate, and a deep route. Simple decision. If it's not there, take off and run. If you can't run, throw it away. Wow. Super simple. Keep it simple. I'm not asking for the air raid. What I am asking for, though, expand the offense a little bit. Open it up. Have some misdirection. Make teams think twice. Run more play action. Is Michigan holding back their playbook? I don't think so. I think this is just the way they play. My recommendation would be more play action, more motion, more deception, pre-snap. You do that, you're going to start winning more games. And even for a school like Georgia, I mean, who loves to run the football, Stenson Bennett is currently top 10 in passing yards. Like, think about that for a second. Top 10 in passing yards, Stenson Bennett. Now, he doesn't have as many touchdowns as as J.J. McCarthy, but this is a guy who can throw for for 300 yards, and J.J. just did that last week. So, still, early stages. Doesn't mean J.J. can't get up there, but you're right. you got to open up the playbook. And a lot of that is, you know, J.J. struggled to hit those guys downfield, so you got to get in a rhythm. But overall, I'm with you. I mean, you you got to – I mean, if you look around college football, the the teams that are expected to make the college football playoff, even a team like USC, just night and day difference in terms of their offense. Yeah, Yeah, you could run the football. But they can also, you know, throw all over you. The same with Sense and Bennett. Say what you want about them. So I think it's a great point, Adam. I think offensively, they're right now. It's not like they're limited. They have the talent. It's just philosophy. Uh, philosophy, and that kind of has been Michigan's mo for a long, long time. So I don't see them changing that. Maybe that ties back to me saying I don't think they'll win a national championship, at least this year. Uh. Look, when we talk about winning a national championship, that's so much, right? But do I think they can beat Ohio State, given Ohio State's current version? I would put my money on Ohio State and Columbus. Yeah, me too. But I do think we're at a point where Ohio State and Michigan, it's not, it's not the gap it used to be. Now, do I still think there's a gap between Ohio State and Michigan at the moment? Yeah, I do. You can see it. I think they're the best team in the country. But that doesn't mean you can't beat them because you do things they don't do well. You have tendencies that could really disrupt the flow of their offense. You have a pass rush that can get after a quarterback who loves to sling it, right? A lot of good things here. I just I find it difficult to sit here and say, I am confident that they are national champions, or excuse me, contenders. But 
I also have to sit back and say, you got the quarterback. It looks like you have a competent defense. Good enough. You've done well to replace, uh, to, excuse me, to replace Ojabo and Hutchinson. You haven't missed a beat. If anything, you're on pace to have a better season than you did last year. The offense needs to expand more. You give me more of what I'm telling you about, Jeff, I'm sitting up here saying, that's a college football playoff team easily. And I think they could go to Columbus and beat Ohio State, even at their own game. You're going to have to keep up offensively, so you're right about that. If you go to Ohio State and you beat them, you're going to have to put up 35, you're have to put up 38. Yeah. That's the reality. And is Ohio State's defense daunting? No. I, is, I would say they're about similar defenses. Maybe I would give the edge to Michigan. Because Ohio State has a decent defense. I mean, they, have they, both got they both haven't played. It's hard to be, judge First a defense. First-year defensive coordinator, yeah. though, right, in the new system it's for It's hard that to judge team. a defense when you haven't played. I think Michigan might have a slightly harder schedule than Ohio State. but Cody, Cody in the Woodward Sports Jet brings up a very good point. You can't expand an offense. That has yet to change since Jim and, was hired, and that's with different offensive coordinators, by the way, too. Like Josh Gaddis, even he won, you know, the coordinator of the year. I mean, he was nominated, and, and still did not matter. The offense wasn't that much different, but this has been their mo. Hollywood says, "I want to see what Jackson State can do against Michigan." I'll tell you, they'll lose by a hundred. <laughs> cool. Glad we agree. Deion Sanders <laughs> is over there. He talk about it spreading out the offense. What is it? Talk about opening up the offense. Dion's over there playing Madden, dude. They're just his son's quarterback. His son is playing throwing very for, well. Yeah, he's ridiculous. But they are playing like community colleges, and you know. Yeah, look again. It's awesome still, what they're doing, but yeah, Michigan would kill them hundred to zero. Yeah, it's yeah, it's different. JJ McCarthy would look like the second coming of Jesus. <laughs> they do have the number one corner though, which is crazy. Yeah, I don't know how they got him. Yeah, that was a big deal back. Yeah, what was it? Travis Not, Hunter. Or it was something before like that. the season yeah, last year. Yep, yep. Where he committed. So, yep, yep. Michigan ain't doing that. It is what it is. All right. Well, look. When we get back, we got to talk about the Detroit Pistons. Jeff and I will give an early season preview, along with discussing the Marvin Bagley injury, what it means for the Pistons, what it means for Jalen Duran, that, and so much more coming up in just a bit. But before we do, Jeff, our good friends over at the Sports Marketing Agency. The Sports Marketing Agency helps spread awareness uh, about mental health and other and substance abuse as well. Their new podcast, This is the S Word, helps fight the stigma about seeking help. If you or someone you know is struggling, head to the sportsma.com for more information. Introducing the Planet Fitness Guide to getting that post-workout glow. Step one, what's your why? More epic energy, better sleep, blow off steam? Step two, Join Planet Fitness for just $10 a month and get moving in our clean and spacious clubs. Step three, bask in that post-workout glow. Join Planet Fitness today for just $10 a month. Join today at any of the 50-plus Detroit area locations. We don't like to brag that we are the toughest sports network in Detroit. But we do have a guy named Darren McCarty on our side. Sports. Full Ling Warehouse in Hamtramck is the home of the original football bowling game. Two to play for $12, unlimited open play, or you can pay $120, but then you get a, a Ling reservation, which you, nine other individuals, can go hang out. You can check out the $2 mystery beer machine. They have a full bar. 
go check it all out fullingwarehouse.com go find out all right 8 30 let's open up the phone lines alex when you're ready 313-552-6322 313-552-6322 i want to know from michigan fans michigan state fans and even detroit lions fans walk me through your current state of the team walk me through it i want to know what you think about your college football program or your professional football team but while we wait for the people to get in jeff marvin bagley goes down how long is he out four weeks uh, yeah, a couple weeks. It's luckily nothing serious. Looked much more serious watching. Uh, looked like possibly an ACL. I think it's just a knee uh, a knee sprain. Tweaked his MCL a little bit. It'll be a couple weeks. Which, again, it'll open up more playing time for guys like Jalen Duran, uh, Isaiah Stewart. But it's not a good thing. I mean, we want to see Marvin Bagley. This is a guy who just got an extension. A guy who was most likely going to start. But at this point, I think this kind of tells me right away, Bojang Bodanovic is starting. Like, that's, that's reality. He, he's starting. Him... Um, it's going to be him, probably K, Jaden, Sadiq, Bojan Bogdanovic, and then Isaiah Stewart. But Duran, he's going to have more opportunities because of this. Um, on top of that, yeah, Marvin Bagley, never a good thing. I mean, it sucks to see anybody go down. Can I ask you a question? Cade Cunningham, adjusting to his body or something more? Um, yeah, I'm not too worried about it. I mean, I'm not worried about him he, either. But. He didn't play preseason last year. Uh, because of an ankle injury he, he had before the season, he listen. The guy just looks bored. You watch you watch the games. Like Cade's just trying to get to the regular season. It's hard to really try when the game doesn't even count. What are you going to put up thirty? Does not count. So for Cade, I'm not worried. I know people watch the games and they freak out. Well, Cade, Sadiq, these guys are struggling. Listen, the sun's still going to rise. All right, idiots. This preseason sun's still relax. Set. Everything's going to be okay. Does it doesn't change the likely? It doesn't change what happens in the regular season. So no concern for me. Uh, I think overall, though, I am bummed about the Marvin Bagley injury, uh, just because that's another guy. I mean, let's be honest here: a guy that could put up 20 on any given night, um, a guy that's going to help out Killian, Jaden, and Cade. Another guy you can catch lobs. It's just it, it's it's never a good thing. But overall, and this might even like hurt them early on in the season. They might lose a little more games because not having Marvin Bagley. But overall, I'm just trying to see Jaden and Cade. Those guys just got to learn to play together. That's my number one thing heading into the season. What's the expectation? Lottery? Um, I mean, around there. I, 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 don't, I, think they, I think the goal for them, for the players, you don't want, who cares about me? From the players' perspective, they want to make the play-in. But the realistic, I mean, if you're a fan and you, and you know what's going on with the team, I don't think they'll make the play-in. I think they could contend for a play-in. I still have them in about low 30s, maybe 31, 32, 33 wins. So you wins. got the over this year? Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm hitting the over. I'm not going to say they're going to go 40 wins, make the play-in, but uh, definitely improvement. I mean, we're, it's hard to really project this team because you have so many young players, and you really, like for Kate, for example, we expect him to look like an all-star year two. We don't know that. We expect Sadiq to have this breakout season. We don't know that. Jay Ivey, we expect him to have a fantastic rookie year. We don't know that. So... It's hard to really project where this team's going, but for me, I think there's going to be that learning curve. You saw Jaden and Cade both struggle with turnovers in the preseason. Those guys got to learn to play together. Uh, but on top of that, Adam, I have faith they'll improve, but the question is how much will they improve? And I think they'll only get to around 30 wins. But still, that's improvement. You get better, and then you have 60, what, 50, 60 million in cap space this offseason. So continue to build. But I think they'll still be right around that lottery conversation. I don't mind it. Let's go to Scott out in North 
Branch, Michigan. Again, another city I've never heard of in my life. What is up with you not hearing about these cities? What's man? up, Scott? Not too much, Adam and Jeff. How are you guys doing today? Good, good. good. I live under a rock, so excuse me, Scott. <laughs> it's okay, Adam. We're about 35 minutes east of Frankenmuth, so not too many people know about us. <laughs> Sorry, now we do. Now we do. Right. Um, I'm hoping for a lottery play for the Pistons. They are getting better. I watched a couple of games this preseason, and they are. They have definitely improved. I really wouldn't mind seeing them go get that um that big out of uh, France, that Victor Wem. Yep. Uh, Victor Yama. Yep. Yep. Oh my God, he reminds me of a younger Dennis Rodman, just taller. Man, uh, Winyama is a taller version of Kevin Durant, no, basically, he's... is what Jeff is getting me, where Jeff is taking me, Scott. No, it's ridiculous. Uh, what are your <laughs> thoughts on the Lions right now? Disappointed or just about what you expected? It's about what I expected. I, I kind of wanted a couple more wins with it being this early in the season, but injuries do have played a factor and. You know, I mean, we got two players that haven't even played that are still injured from couch. So, I give them a minus to a D plus. Fair enough. Fair enough, Scott. Appreciate you calling in. Thanks so much. Uh, I'll remember North Branch, Michigan from now on. <laughs> Appreciate this. <Scott. laughs> have a great day, no. you guys. Have a great yeah, one, Yeah, take man. care, man. Oh, man. I, I don't know why. I just, I really don't know. Fish, do you know these cities when you take these calls? Some of them. Some of them. Well, did you know this one? I did not. And I didn't know the other one, White Pigeon, Michigan. All right. Didn't know that See, one either. Okay, so I'm not the crazy so, one. So, no, you're actually not crazy. You're still on New Rock, but you're not the crazy one this time, sadly. All right, well, the phone lines are open. 313-552-6322. Your thoughts on your college football team or the Detroit Lions. Your call. You know what I'm worried about slightly? Can, Go we, can I just mention this? Yeah, yeah. I feel like with, and I think the Red Wing is going to be a victim of this, the Tigers, remember the Tiger season started? They're, hey, guys. They're going to win the AL Central. They're, they're going to win more games than they did last year. You're going to see improvement. Didn't happen. Red Wing's home opener tomorrow night. But and then you get to the Lions season. Win eight, eight, nine games. Possibly even ten games. It's not trending that uh, direction. People are saying 12 plus. Well, hold on. Now Pistons Red Wings start. You think people are like, all right, please, one of these teams make like it's almost like you haven't had success with the I other two. I think the wings are going to be just fine. They're going wings. To be that I think bridge. I'm the most confident in, but I think people are, are sometimes, or at least now, going to look at the Red Wings and Pistons like having these higher expectations because of you know what the Lions and Tigers failed to do. So, guys, although you might not see playoffs in any franchise this year, you're hoping to see improvement. I think that's the number one thing you got to look at. So I, Again, I've talked to people that I, I, I always say this to you yeah. about the fans in this town. This is not some joke sports town or, you know, hell, you can look at Phoenix. Like, oh, who the hell's in Phoenix? That's not a legit sports town, right? Right. Sorry, Phoenix, but you just have to <laughs> yeah, catch Phoenix that just this morning. But this is a city that's watched championship level teams play whether it was the detroit tigers whether it was the detroit pistons the red wings etc you saw the red wings go on almost a three decade run of excellence 
You watch the Tigers put together two World Series teams in a span of seven years. You saw that. You saw a triple crown winner. You saw what a loaded baseball team looks like. You went to six straight Eastern, uh, excuse me, Eastern Conference Finals. Mm-hmm. You won an NBA championship back in 04. You lost in 05. Won a cup? This is not a... You won, your last cup was what, 2008? Yeah, so those two franchises. So you have experienced this in this town. And it drives me nuts that for some reason... You can't have that standard with the little thing on the ground that you just kind of kick, <laughs> which is the Detroit Lions. You're like, do something. Yeah. Like, hey, hey, do something. <laughs> yeah? And then when they give it, it gives you hope, it starts moving a little bit. You're like, oh, c- c- come on. Yeah, you can do it. And then it falls back down. It doesn't move. <laughs> and then you're on to the next and one. And now you're on the bye week. Yeah, Boom. Yeah. What do you know? That quick. So I, I'll never understand the... The dynamic of, man, the common Detroit sports fan. I'll just pull out a name from the Woodward Sports Channel. Let's say uh, Jesse Adams. Jesse Adams, uh, your common Detroit sports fan. Holds the Red Wings here. Holds the Tigers here. Mm -hmm. Holds the Pistons here. Whatever it may be. The Lions, it's, oh. Yep, uh, I support that. And then you don't hold it to the same standard because it always disappoints. Right. But that's not how it works. You should know. Continue to do it. You've seen how well-built teams are constructed. Yeah. You've seen good front offices. You've seen very good Hall of Fame level head coaches. Jim Leland, Larry Brown. You know what a Hall of Fame coach looks like. Scotty Bowman. You know what they look like. Yet we close our eyes and we, we turn our cheek. To Dan Campbell. We turn our cheek to the Detroit Lions. And we just, oh, it's okay. Like, there's always next year. There's always next year. Adam, it's next year. You're so mean. Let's go to James out in Central Florida. James, you're on the Morning Woodward Show. What do you think? Michigan national contenders? Or do you think it's still too early? Man, it's a little too early. Thanks a lot for taking my call, guys. You are my main Detroit Michigan connection. I'm in Central Florida. I was born in Flint, but I'm a Michigan guy at heart. So Hell I follow yeah, James. all my teams. Let's go. Anyway, Appreciate thanks you, again, man. guy. Yeah, thanks again. Hey, um, Michigan, it's weird, man. Um, we expect a lot out of Michigan. But if they lose this weekend, what is the forecast for them? I mean, last year they were able to get past that loss at Michigan, you know, versus Michigan State, and we, we did what we had to do. This year it feels a little different. What is your uh, take on that? I, we lose? I would say it's not right. You're going up uh, in mid to late October against an undefeated matchup, top 10 matchup, just like the Michigan State game was. And you're looking at yourself and saying, OK, wait, uh, let's see. This game is not on the road. It is at home. If you lose to Penn State, mm-hmm. does it bring back the Cade J.J. McCarthy conversation? I, that's the one fallout I would be concerned with. But even if you lose, destiny's in your hand. You win out. You're in the playoff. It's that simple. You represent the mm-hmm. Big Ten if you win out because you're expecting Penn State to not run the table and go undefeated. So, you know, that's what we did with Michigan State last year. You, Michigan State beat right. Michigan. They lost the next week to Purdue. And you're like, oh, wait, if we run the table, we're in. So I'm right. not too worried if they lose. Penn State's a damn good football team, but I do think Michigan should and will win this football game. 
sounds about right to me. Fair enough. All right, James. Appreciate you calling in, buddy. You're welcome back anytime. Thank you. Bye-bye. Yep. You know, it's funny. He brought up the Michigan State example. It's essentially the same game. Undefeateds, mid to mid part of the season. Here we go, deep part of the schedule. You lose it. Not the end of the world. But if you lose to Ohio State at the end of the year, well then you're and you got a one loss USC team. Yeah. Well then you're just a ten win team. Right. And you're not in the playoff, and you're not in the Big Ten no. championship game. So you're done. That's a whole different conversation. Let's go to Bart out in Sterling Heights. Bart, you're on the Morning Woodward Show. What's up, buddy? How you doing? Good. How are you? Uh, you know, I'm a total optimist. The Lions are not going to lose this weekend. Uh, you know what? <laughs> that is the best thing I've ever heard. <laughs> I love it. Oh, uh, you know, I had the pleasure of playing for the winningest coach in football history, uh, John McKissick in South Carolina, high school coach. He had uh, 631 wins. Wow. Uh, I was fortunate to play on two state championships teams where we went 28 and 0. Uh, I played uh, with uh, Sanford Jennings, who's a running back for the Cincinnati Bengals. Had the pleasure of watching Eric Fisher for my son's team. Uh, so it's, it's something to have. Fundamental football is what we did not have last weekend. Um, the coaching, you know, you got to punt the ball when it's fourth and nine. Um, you know, you don't go behind Jackson and, and Decker, you know, for that fourth and one. You know, it's, but the thing is, you look at the defensive side of the ball, the talent's not there. Uh, Holmes is, is getting there, but it's not there yet. Um, I'm not going to talk about the draft, you know, because I know you don't want to talk about the draft just yet. But it's something that we don't have those players on the defensive side of the ball that can make the plays. Uh, Anzalone's tackling the guy eight, seven yards down the, down the field. Uh, Parsons, you know, what a player he is where – He's just a stud, you know. Hopefully we can get some players like that through free agency since we got some cap room, I think, next year, if I'm not mistaken. Right. Uh, to help the defensive side of the ball. Um, TJ and Swift, they're always injured. Um, you know, I would almost contemplate taking that money and putting it on the defensive side of the ball because you look at our offense and they've been playing very well with the talent that they've had, except from last game where they were just completely outcoached. Um but it's something that we'll see what happens. Well, Bart, let me ask you this, um, and I think you'll appreciate this. Fundamental football has a place, even in modern football, with analytics and all this stuff. Bart, I don't think we're talking about the defense or the talent or the draft or Brad Holmes. If Dan Campbell isn't making these kind of decisions that you're just sitting there like, what are you doing? If this is a one in four team and they were just outplayed by everybody else, the defense couldn't stop anybody, yada, yada, yada. All right, fine. I think we're not in the situation we're in. But the reality is you blew the game against Minnesota. You had three questionable decisions against Philadelphia. And then you, you couldn't force a punt against Geno Smith. And then there's the shutout last week. I, Yes, I agree. The, the defensive side of the ball isn't the most talented, but where is the coaching? And I know you would appreciate this. Where is the fundamental? Let's just go back to the basics. Let's do the basics well. And that alone should get right. us off the field two, three, four times a game minimum. You know, it's like when Hutchinson's running in there, you know, and he's not under control, and he misses the quarterback, and the quarterback rolls out and gets the first down, you know, throws for a first down. 
you know, it's you got to stay in your lanes. You know, it's, it's something that, fortunately, I had a coach that, you know, he looked at the talent he had, and he was able to make adjustments. Uh, he went from a wishbone to, a, you know, a pro-style offense of the years I was there because of the talent that he had on the team. You know, and that comes back to the coaching and also the GM, you know, to put those players in place of having it where they can make the plays. You know, and it, it's something that, you know, Hutcherson, you know, he's got to slow down just a little bit and contain the outside. You know, how many times did Seattle roll out and complete those touchdowns, I mean, uh, passes to the tight end? Yep, yep. You know, I, I think there was, what, at least four, if I'm not mistaken? Yeah, they. You know, that just, was their go-to play on third, fourth, and short. Oh, and it killed us. You know, and it's it's something that, you know, the blitzes, you know, you get blitz happy, you know, and it's just, you, you coaches realize that. You know, like Pennington said, I think, if I'm not mistaken, in the after uh, game interview, we know what they were running. Yep. You know, and that's pretty bad. You know, that's good coaches on Seattle side, but it's it's getting into a where you're not, uh, you're, you're being predictable. You know, you can't do that in the pros. You know, uh, let me ask you this, Bart, because this was more of your day. I I only caught Bill Cower late, but there is a comment in the chat. Uh, Look at the Steelers. And I'm paraphrasing. or Actually, I'll I'll read it verbatim. Look at the Steelers. Was Cower a fundamental coach? No. Tomlin? No. They had talent and fundamental coordinators. I completely disagree with this, Bart. I think one, Bill Cower, one of the more underrated, underappreciated coaches in my early lifetime, and then Mike Tomlin, the guy's mm-hmm. been doing it for 16 years, hasn't had a losing season. This will probably be his first. I don't think that's down to talent and co- oh, his coordinators. I, I never understood the idea that in the NFL we just give credit to the coordinators. No, it's the head coach at the end of the day, right? Exactly. You know, you look at Shula, what he did at Baltimore, then what he did at Miami. You know, he had the uh, running team first, and then the passing team later in his career. And what that translates to was wins. You know, because the coach put the players in the right position or they made the right calls. Campbell, I would say he, you know, I would still give him another year because he's still relatively young in the coaching aspects of game management. But he needs somebody that can sit here and poke him in the room and say, hey, coach, it's fourth and nine. Punt the ball. You know, because field position is a key in, in, in any. I agree. Well, look, Bart, I appreciate you calling in. You're more than welcome back anytime. I enjoyed the call so much. Uh, you have a great rest of your day, man. Thank you, Bart. Hey, when you want to talk draft, uh, you hit me up. <laughs> oh, we got gotcha. you. We got gotcha. you. <laughs> I love it. Talk to you later, guys. All right. Well, look, Jeff, we got to take a break. When we get back, should Michigan State fans be concerned with Mel Tucker? We'll take callers as well. That and so much more coming up before the top of the hour. Before we go, I got to tell you about our good friends over at Lady Jane's Haircuts for Men. Open 10 to 8, seven days a week. Walk in anytime. No appointment necessary. They're awesome styles. will take care of you like they take care of me. So get to a local Lady Jane's near you. They have many locations in the Metro Detroit area. Like I said, Amazing stylists, precision haircuts, hot leather neck shaves, you name it, they do it. Lady Jane's, it's wicked awesome. The sports marketing agency would not be who we are without great community partners like Higuera Health and Carol Zaniga. It's an awesome opportunity to partner with your organization. Higuera Health is a, a comprehensive behavioral health 
organization. We serve children through older adults with mental health, substance use, and uh, developmental disabilities across Western Wayne counties and really excited to now be in Downriver communities as well. Give us a call at 734-458-4601. You don't have to go to the beach, man. You don't have to get your butt crack full of sand. You just need the little chili peppers, man, to get that glowing beach chili peppers tan. With 26 locations in the Metro Detroit area and more coming, Chili Peppers Tanning is where you'll find the cleanest salons in the D. Join the Pepper Club for the best deals on unlimited tanning. Head to ChiliPeppersTanning.com. You just need a little chili peppers, man. Sports Network in Detroit that starts with a W. You know, because we win. Woodward Sports, Detroit's winning sports network. Buy, sell, or invest, Michael Phillips Whew. is your go to guy. Helping you buy, sell, or invest is Michael Phillips' top priority. Being in the game for over 23 years makes Mike the number one option for anybody. If you have real estate needs, call 313-403-0011. That's 313-403-0011. All right. We are back here on the Morning Woodward Show. <sighs> Lots to talk about, but we got to start with Mel Tucker. Tuck is not coming at the moment. The Michigan State Spartans are 2-4 and four on a four-game losing streak. They just got killed by Ohio State. And Ohio State is being very, 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 very conservative mm-hmm. in that second half. Having said that, should Michigan State fans be concerned? Let me just start by saying no. Now, you won 11 games last year. Yes, lightning in a bottle, whatever you want to call it. That's fine. I don't care. What I know is Mel Tucker... For what it's worth, is only in his second full season. I'm not losing now. If he if he goes out and has a four win season next year, and they they start off one and four, then following you probably fire him, sure. But that's not going to happen. I'm not I'm not ready to completely sell stock on on Mel Tucker. It's a bad season for Michigan State. You're going to have to put on your your little cap or whatever the hell they what is it a hard hat. Mm-hmm. Put on the Put hard, on hat. Your hard hat. Take Buckle the criticism. Up the bootstraps. Take, you're probably going to lose to Michigan. You're going to lose a few more games for the rest of the year. It's going to be a 6-6, six and six, probably 5-7 and seven season. Mm-hmm. It's not going to be fun. Deal with it. You'll probably be, excuse me, you'll probably be better next year, but I, I'm not ready to pull the plug on, on Mel Tucker or lose faith in him, for that matter. No, I think it's too early. I mean, if you want to discount the, the COVID season, it's only his second season, technically. So for me, I'm, I'm, I need to give Mel Tucker more time to recruit. I think people, and, and trust me, the rivalry, especially Michigan fans, talk about, is Tuck still coming? It's funny. It is. It's hilarious. But on top of that, can we be realistic? Can we be fair? and at least give Mel Tucker two to three years before we can actually say is it time for him to be fired or should Michigan State fans be concerned with Mel Tucker? Yeah, they're going to have a terrible season, it seems like. They're a terrible football team. But that doesn't take away what they're building. I think the next two years, if you go check out the recruiting classes, they have a higher recruiting class than Michigan the next two years, slightly. So on top of those, you got to look for the future. Mel Tucker, when he first arrived, the cupboards were bare. He didn't have his guys. You hit lightning in a bottle, like you mentioned, with Kenneth Walker, and that was a big reason why they had the success they had last year. They still had a lot of similar issues. Bad secondary, not a very good offensive line. 
What's the issues this year? Same thing. And on top of that, Peyton Thorne's struggling because he can't run the football. So uh, it's too early to say, should Michigan State fans be concerned with Mel Tucker? Maybe the amount of money he was being paid. If you want to have a problem with that, that's a different conversation. But the reality is, it's way too early to say Mel Tucker's ruining Michigan State or you know, get, uh, fire Mel Tucker at the end of the season. You got to give him more time to get his guys in there because we know he can recruit but you got to give them time. So, no, in my opinion, I have, I'm not even a state fan, and I'm not willing to sit here and, and say, get Mel Tucker out of here. He's, he won 11 games, like you said last year. He beat, Mich- beat Michigan the last two years. Give him time, period. And I think state fans, most state fans, would, would agree with that. He's shown what he can do in the transfer portal. You've seen the connections down south. It, honest Michigan state fans will look themselves in the mirror and say, you know what, we overachieved last season. That was something special, but that's not where we were supposed to be. Last year, the expectation was four, five. If you were lucky, six wins. You overachieved. This year, you probably put Michigan State at a level that they just weren't. And early on in the season right. when they were 2-0, and I told you they're not the 11th best team in the country. They're just not. You did say that. They're not. We, we had them at seven, eight wins, which might even be an overstatement, but... Still, it's not like we, you still had those 10-win expectations. Like you knew they were going to regress this year. It's not a surprise. We didn't know they would regress this bad, you know, because we're talking to Owen, talking about Owen telling us about, you know, uh, Broussard and Berger and the run game. It hasn't been – they haven't had that success. So, again, it's too early to be out on Mel. I don't think it's fair uh, right now. But, again, give him two, three years. If you want to criticize him then and the success isn't showing, that's fair. But it's way too early. I mean, we were, we've been talking about Michigan State even before the season, and we acknowledged that. They were going to take a step back. We didn't know how much of a step they were going to take back, but again, you, you got to take fair. this one on the chin. That's yeah. it. If you're a Michigan State yeah. fan, take it on the chin. It's not your year. Probably losing by 15 20 against Michigan in the big house. I don't see it. That's it. You just got to gotta take the banter. You've won the last two. Bunyan's probably, uh, probably going to Ann Arbor. After this upcoming game, so what do they have now? Michigan plays Penn State. They get a bye week, and then it's Michigan State, right? Yeah, State plays Two Wisconsin. Yeah, and they're gonna they'll probably lose that one as well. Yeah, I, I'm not sure what to make of State right now. All I know is I'm not sold on the idea that oh we need to give up on Mel Tucker or oh he's a fraud or oh, this or ah oh. not doing that, not doing it, not doing it. When his players start coming in. Like, uh, this is college football. He's done a hell of a job so far. Right. Underachieving, quote, underachieving this year, but I'm not ready to I'm not ready to sell my stock on Mel Tucker. Call lines pinned at the top of the Woodward Sports Chat, 313-552-6322. Let's go to the people a little bit in the chat. I'm a Michigan fan, and as uh, Michigan fans, we... We better be careful, or we better be real careful. It took Jim seven years to win the Big Ten. We have no room to criticize Mel Tucker. You know what? God bless you, Lewis. The problem is, Lewis, the problem you do have is put those seven years into context. How many times did you go into the last game of the season ranked number three, number four, number seven, number six, and you played Ohio State and you lost, right? And you lost big games and you blew games against Michigan State or Penn State, whoever it was. So, yes, you're right. He didn't win the Big Ten. and But you hired 
Jim not just to win the Big Ten, but to win those rivalry games, which he even struggled with up until last year. And he lost to Michigan State last year, too, which is funny. But they recovered. They won the Big Ten. They got to the college football playoff. I, yes, you're right. You are right, Lewis. But what I would say is you have to look at Michigan State. What was the expectation when Mel Tucker was hired? Four to five wins over the first two years. And then he'd maybe get to seven or eight. And then you take the jump for 11, 10 wins if possible. That was a four-year commitment. COVID year, 11 wins, and then a struggle this year. You're only two years in. I'm not, again, I'm not selling stock on, I'm just not selling stock on Mel Tucker. Won the 11 games, won a big bowl game, undefeated against Michigan as the Michigan State head coach, yet to beat Ohio State. He'll have to figure that out. But the reality is, I'm not counting out Michigan State. I'm just not. Michigan need Harbaugh to leave. Next year, USC and UCLA are coming. And Jim's game is will excuse me, Jim's game will hold them back. Thanks for making us relevant again, but need someone to take us to the next level. See. Who takes you to that next level, Michigan? Lincoln Riley does. Who? Who is available right now? What, you want to go hire Matt Rule? No. Jim Harbaugh is an excellent football coach underappreciated and underrated in my opinion having said that yes they need to open up the offense yes they need to recruit at a higher level excuse me higher level in terms of skill position players but Jim Harbaugh in my opinion is the best football coach in the Big Ten I don't think Ryan Day is better than him I don't do I think Ryan Day is a much better offensive minded coach than Jim Harbaugh absolutely but as a football coach, going Jim Harbaugh. You got the best coach in the conference. Mm -hmm. And last I checked, and last I checked, Jim Harbaugh had to deal with the second, I could argue, or the third greatest head football coach in college football history with Urban Meyer when he got to Michigan. That's what he had to deal with. Do you know who Urban Meyer is? Mr. Bowling Green, Mr. Utah, Mr. <laughs> multiple national titles at Florida, Mr. National title at Ohio State. Mr. Turned Ohio State into a perennial, a team that you just, they were basically Alabama, except without all the national titles. They wouldn't lose a conference game. They'd maybe slip up once every two years. They'd win the Big Ten every year, and that was it. That was Ohio State. That was, that was Urban Meyer. Jim Harbaugh doesn't get enough love. Poor guy. Top of the hour coming up. When we get back, we'll go around the NFC. We'll go around the NFC North as well. Will the Rams continue to struggle? What it means for the Detroit Lions and that draft pick? We'll get to all of that and more. Jeff Okuda at 9.15. But before we do, Jeff, our good friends over at Cintron. Yes, Cintron is the official energy drink of the Red Wings. Cintron has combined all three of their delicious flavors into a limited edition six-pack sampler box. Which you could try if you're watching on WoodwardSports.com. You see the flavors, original, cranberry, and sugar-free. Pre-order your Cintron six-pack sampler box today at CintronWorld.com slash Red Wings. Get energized with Cintron. New to the game or a season better? OddsTrader.com has everything you need to make the right bet ahead of kickoff. Begin your handicapping journey with OddsTrader. 
Improve your edge by finding the best price on every game from sportsbooks in your backyard. Take advantage of the numerous sign-up bonus offers to pad your bankroll. Dive into key game statistics, player performance, and even account for the projected game day weather. Best of all, you can use the OddsTrader bet tracker to keep a log of your action. Welcome to OddsTrader, and best of luck. Hi, I'm John from Better A Mortgage, and to me, family is more than blood. That's why I'm the biggest family in Metro Detroit. If you're looking to buy a house or refinance and need a loan, come get treated better than family by me and our entire team here at Better A Mortgage. We pride ourselves on giving you better advice, better service, and a better loan experience. That's why we are Better A. If you're looking for a new mortgage, come get treated like family. Actually, better with Better Rate Mortgage. Visit us at mybetterrate.com or call at 248-480-4467 today. You have an opinion? Make sure it's seen and heard. Tweet us, hop on the YouTube chat, slide in the DMS at Woodward Sports on all social media. At Alta Uptime Matters, Alta Equipment has everything you need to get the job done. You have a big project coming up? Well, Alta Run has you covered. Call them today, 844-GO-TO-ALTA. That's 844-GO-TO-ALTA today. All right, we are back here on the Morning Woodward Show. Top of the hour, 901. What's today, Thursday? We got Thursday Night Football. It's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. All right, Jeff, let's look around the NFC. Specifically and notably, we'll go to the north outside of the Bears. Jets at the Packers, Vikings at the Dolphins. Difficult matchups for both teams. Mm -hmm. And then you got the Rams, who host the coachless Carolina Panthers. Where do you want to start? Rams pick, implications, Packers, Vikings, your call. Let's start around the NFC, north. Let's do it. Vikings at Miami. Teddy Bridgewater, unsure if he'll play it it'll likely be skylar thompson i believe his name is the starting quarterback for miami so i've mm-hmm. got i've got minnesota winning improving to five and one uh this to me is a is a tough game for miami i don't know how they're supposed to win with a third string quarterback i just don't see it Tua has begun to throw but he's not full practice yet he's not clear for contact none of it so who knows when he'll be back. He'll probably come back for the Detroit game. That would be my guess. But it's it's not looking good for Miami, who started off 3-1. and one. We took them all very seriously. And then you, the injury came at the worst possible time right. with Tua. You lose your quarterback. I don't care who you are. You can't overcome losing your quarterback. I think Minnesota wins that game, Jeff. Yeah, I'm with you. I, listen, Minnesota to me, I, I expected – the Packers to still control this division. I, I had them at eleven and six, winning it, and I had the Vikings at ten and seven. It is very early, but they're going to go to five and one. I think they beat Miami. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater, he had that concussion last week, and you had Skylar Thompson in there playing. I'm going to stick with the Vikings. I think they're playing great football. As long as this game is in prime time, Kirk's going to be playing well. So, uh, Dalvin Cook's coming into his own. I'm going to roll with the Vikings here. I think they've shown everything. Uh, obviously, as a Lions fan, you watch the game. Yeah, you're up with a minute left. That's what good teams do. They know how to beat you, and they, they've been doing just that. So Vikings have been impressive. The only loss they have um, is that primetime game against the Eagles, who are also undefeated. So <laughs> It's a good loss to have, yeah, right? Yeah, it's a good loss. Vikings it's not a look, bad loss. Vikings look real good. Speaking of a bad loss, Packers just lost to the New York Giants yeah. in London. It's a bad loss. It is. Having said that, they got another New York team that is feeling themselves. The 3-2 and two Jets visit the 3-2 and two Packers. Look. 
Not pressing the panic button ever on an Aaron Rodgers football team, Matt LaFleur. Having said that, Matt, that's a must-win, Jeff. Because you're basically out of the running for the division. Yeah. If you get- you're 3-3, three and three, Minnesota's 5-1. and one. Mm-hmm. You lose that game. I'll be happy for Robert Sala. I'm rooting hard for him. Having said that, you chalk that up as an L? You're 3-3. Three and three. You already lost the game to start the year against Minnesota? There is no chance of you getting to the division. And then if we're all honest with each other, let's look at the NFC right now. Who's in? You go to the Eagles? Look at the Eagles division. They have two wildcard teams right now. Think about that. You've got, excuse me, whoops. You've got the Eagles at 5-0, and Cowboys 4-1, and Giants 4-1. and The Niners winning their division, that's probably the only team that'll come out, depending on how the second half of the season goes for the Cardinals, the Rams, the Seahawks. Cardinals get D-hop back. So you know what? Maybe it's not the end of the world for them. The Vikings at 4-1. and If the Packers fall to 3-3, three and three, I mean, you're tied with the Rams probably after that week, the Cardinals, maybe the Seahawks. You have the Bucks winning that division. I don't think the Saints are going to push for a playoff spot, but... You're, if you're the Packers, you're putting yourself up against a wall. Mm-hmm. So I think it's a must-win for Green Bay. What do you think? Yeah, I'm with you. They got to win this game, not only for the division implications, but overall, just in the NFC. Like you got to stay alive. You got to stay in the hunt. And you're facing a Jets team at Lambeau. Take care of business. And we talked about the Vikings. They're four and one. Packers are three and two. You got to win this game because we know the Vikings down the line may lose. The, the Packers got to stay in that conversation. Uh, as of right now, I don't think the Bears are going to catch them, but they'll be two. But for the playoffs, Adam, yeah, they got to win this game. Take care of the games you're supposed to win. And the Jets, although they played well last week, they're going to Lambeau. It's a different animal. So give me the Packers in that one as well. One of my favorite people in the Woodward Sports Chat is Bob Johnson. He just continues with his amazing analysis Sala wouldn't be doing any better with this talent here in Detroit yeah that's I mean that's just a hypothetical you can't even measure I mean why even talk about that like how do we know he wouldn't how do we know he's got the better offense uh the Jets or the Lions Lions, no question who's got the better defense slightly Jets there you go you just answered his own question um um yeah, I think the Jets have a better defense, but it ain't like head and shoulders above the Lions. Well, look, I, I think we're both expecting the Packers and the Vikings to win this weekend. That'll only further their gap in the North. I think the North is done beyond. Yeah. It is beyond over for the Lions, regardless of what happens over the next three or four games. Yeah, I think it's a two-team race in the NFC North right now. It's a two-team race. It always was. Seven yeah. and ten was my mark for the Lions. I, I'm not sure if they're going to be able to get there. I'm just not. But you know what? They do have one thing going for them. The Rams suck. And I don't mean that uh, from a biased perspective. No, they suck. Oh, they do. They can't protect Allen Robinson, useless. The offensive line? Terrible. Terrible. They missed. They, they, they got a call They can't run the worth. ball. Cam Akers, Daryl Henderson both suck. The defense is okay. Not at the level it was playing at last year. And the reality is, that's what you paid for. And that's why as a Lions fan, you should be happy with the trade. Because you got two first-round picks, knowing that there was a good chance after the first year with Stafford, they could fall off. And so far, it doesn't look that good. Now, do I think they're a 6-11, and 5-12 team? No, I don't. They're probably going to finish anywhere from 7-10 and to 9-8. and That's the reality. Yeah. But now you have a top-20 pick. Ooh. And depending on where the lines are, probably top-10. Not bad. It's a good position to be in. It's a very good position to be in. Flexibility. 
A lot of flexibility. You can trade them. You'll be able to trade up, trade back, whatever you want to do, yada, yada, yada. You'll be able to address this defense in the offseason with free agents, with the draft. Yeah. Right? So the, the plan is there for the GM. And now the head coach, in my opinion, over the next 12 games, needs to coach for his job. Because if he can't learn to punt the football, kick field goals, go for it on fourth down every single time like a psychopath, well, then he's going to leave. He's going to be out of town. It's that simple. If he can get his stuff together, if he can provide you a little something, all right, we can be around for the third year, no problem. But as of right now, I haven't seen it. Haven't seen it at all. The Rams continue to struggle. Look, not to be funny, but Stafford is basically throwing a Cooper Cup, and that's it. And that's the, what's the other guy's name? The white guy? Skronik or Skronik, whatever the hell his yeah, name Skronik. is. That's who he's throwing to. And it's tough because he doesn't have time to throw. So if you if you have uh, a couple seconds to get rid of the football, who are you throwing to? It's like I'm going to throw to the guy who's and the you know best what? receiver in football last How year. How much it's are like, you buying stock into Stafford's elbow? Oh, it's hurt. Yeah, he's it's something's wrong. Because uh, anytime you have to get a shot in your elbow for it to feel better, it's just it's a it's a band aid essentially. Like you're 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 just you're healed up temporarily. That's not a, a permanent fix. It's like getting a shot in your shoulder or a shot anywhere else. You have pain. It. it I still believe there's put there's pain in his shoulder. But more importantly, even if they could protect him, I don't think you'd notice it as much. But with with you know the offensive line breaking down, yeah, the shoulder, something's wrong with it, or his elbow, excuse me, something's wrong with his elbow. Yeah, yeah look, either way, they, it's not right. You're concerned with them. The Bears play tonight. Washington Commanders. We'll get to that game a little later on, but let's just talk about the Bears for a little bit. Have you seen those uniforms? The what? The what uniforms? They're uniforms. Who for tonight? The Bears? Yes. No, I did not. Alex, hold on. Chicago Bears, all orange uniforms. Please, find it, throw it up. Oh. Yeah, it's, it, it's the color wash ones that so, they do for I can't Thursday even night. Diarrhea? <laughs> That's what their uniforms look like. You're going to hate Explosive me. Explosive okay. tie. You're you gonna, can't talk because if the Lions had similar uniforms, then everyone would be sucking them off hey, over it. Gonna, oh, my God. Look at those jerseys. They look so awesome. Wow. The Lions nope. can't have orange jerseys. Buddy. Okay. Shut the hell up. Mute your mic. But you get the Mute point. If it was no, all black, I don't get your point. All, all black, blue. all white, all, black all blue. very nice. See? Yes, all black, not orange. Shut up. Adam hates orange. What's wrong with you? Well, oh, what, what about when the Seahawks were all green? Did you like that? No, those were disgusting. I, the neon, see, disgusting. We're, we differ. What about I, I the like Rams? The all blue and gold? That's their, it's that's their like standard the colors, team yeah. colors. But yeah, fish, but those were all blue and gold, not like the white fine. stripes. Not, okay. You don't have a taste in jerseys or... I wanna. Don't tell me you like those Bears jerseys. Say it, Jeff. You like them. Say They're it. not I, terrible. I like them. I really do, there man. Go. I don't mind. I but I'm a sucker for for you know all one color. Like I do. I, I I mean if the Lions, like you said, fish, they came out like all blue or all whatever. Like the all grays we had, I didn't mind. Like I, I like our all grays, but orange is, is cool. It stands out. A couple weeks ago, when Maryland came out with its all red jerseys, I knew Michigan State was screwed. The orange helmet to me is just stupid. It doesn't look good at all. And if you were gonna use the orange helmet, could you at least use the alternate bear logo? Yeah, that is so it's not just that little seal. I mean, look at that. Okay, what is that? you all were crushing over the Bengals wearing the all whites. Cause those were dope. What is these? It looks like you took a shit. 
That's because we're. What it looks but like. that's because we're Lion fans, and we hate the Bears. Fuck the no, Bears in Andy Isaac's case. The bears. It's just does. really ugly. If it was like the 49ers going all red, you'd love them because you're not. The, you're the a Lions red fans. The scheme color works. Not all orange. If the Packers went all green, you'd lo- you'd hate no, them because be you're not, a Lions fan. Like what about the Bengals all, all white? You like Bengals the... all white? We're so sick. See, so it's, it's the color. No, it's, not, it's, it's because he's biased. Yeah. He's a Lions no, fan. He just doesn't like the color. No, scheme. he's That's a Lions fish. fan. He's biased. And that's okay. No, it's okay it's, to be biased. Fish, shut the fuck up. Mute your mic. It's okay to be biased. Shut the fuck up. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Jesus. One nail, Fish, you hit a nerve. When do we get back? You hit a nerve. Jeff Okuda is having an all-pro season, I heard. Jeff Okuda is one of the best corners in the NFL, I heard. Is that the people? That's what the people and are I telling you? I also heard he ranks 72nd in terms of pass coverage, according to PFF. Oof. So somebody's lying. One of those three statements is true. Only one. You guys can figure out which one it is. Having said that, when we get back, Jeff Okuda, so much more. Red Wing season preview at 930, going to be fun. But before we go, Jeff, the best defense on and off the field. Well, I'll tell you a defense that forces guys to punt and that's guarding alarm because they enjoy especially now falls upon us you're going to be inside you want you're going to want guarding alarm to protect you let's be honest with you uh they gave you a peace of mind while you're out enjoying the fall you're at the cider mill like guarding alarm keep the house secure call 1-800 stay out today and you can rest easy knowing you have 24 7 protection that's 1-800 stay out let them know your friends of war sports Introducing the Planet Fitness Guide to getting that post-workout glow. Step one, what's your why? More epic energy, better sleep, blow off steam? Step two, join Planet Fitness for just $10 a month and get moving in our clean and spacious clubs. Step three, bask in that post-workout glow. Join Planet Fitness today for just $10 a month. Join today at any of the 50 plus Detroit area locations. It's a great day to get some sense around in your life. Ah, okay, okay, okay. There it is, there it is. Sense around, here we go. Gotta grab the cranberry. Oh wait, it's two for four. Gotta double up with the classic as well. Sense around, well, baby. Sense around, available at select Kroger's, and if you wanna know how, go to at sensroundworld.com. You get dope like me. You know what? Why wait? Great taste, guaranteed. We are the network for Detroit. By Detroiters. Welcome to the Woodward Sports Network. Jeff Iafrady here, and it's time to talk about Swiss. And no, I'm not talking about Hammond Swiss. Swiss Insurance Group. Did you know that one in six kids will develop a medical condition that makes them uninsurable? Swish, Swiss Insurance can help you save. I'm talking about Swish because basketball. Swiss Insurance can help you save money on your auto and home, resulting in no out-of-pocket costs to insure your children. Check with Mark at Swiss Insurance and make sure your family is protected. Swish. All right, we are back here on the Morning Woodward Show. Jeff? I want you to take a guess. Where does Jeff Okuda rank in terms of pass coverage among corners in the NFL? Well, I looked at the prep, so I kind of already know. Right. But I'll, 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 I'll give it ain't it, good. I won't give it away. It ain't good. All right. It's it's. And I think a lot of that. Do they base the the PI calls into that? Because he had two PI calls against the Patriots, and one of them were was kind of questionable. But I feel like getting those calls like 
hurt your grade on PFF. I mean, everything hurts your grade. Everything does, yeah, but getting those penalties probably don't help it. But yeah, 70, 72. Out of how many? 100. He's 118th. He's, oh, he got lower? He's 118th with a 54.1 grade. Was that last week or is that through the season? This is through the whole season. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. And as of right now, I won't go through the top 20 players because they're some of the better corners in the league, but notable corners that are playing at a better level. Aaron Robinson out in New York. Darren Hall out in Atlanta. Rasul Douglas in Green Bay. Jalen Johnson in Chicago. Grant Haley out in L.A. Kelvin Joseph out in Dallas. Yeah, it's your D. Man. Alford out in Atlanta. Trent McDuffie, corners. the rookie. I do know Will Harris, the Detroit Lion player, who is 15 points higher than Jeff Okuda is on the list. Mike Hinton, or excuse me, Hilton on the list. Greg Newsom, the second. Nate Hobbs, Troy Hill, Ronald Darby. Now, uh, what was the thing? What was the narrative we said before against Washington? is if you can consistently get pressure on the quarterback, these guys are going to benefit. Now, they have not getting, been getting pressure at all on any quarterback besides Carson Wentz in the first half. Yep. So that's going to hurt the secondary. But you're right. I mean, on top of that, well, he, he has well, not been playing well. you want to talk about a team that doesn't get any pass rush. One of the worst teams in terms of pass rush in the NFL is the Carolina Panthers. What do you think the Panthers have a player on this list? Should be pretty low, right? Yeah, J.C. Horn, probably pretty high. J.C. Horn, pretty damn high. He's doing just fine. Yeah. Patrick Sertan, doing just fine. Granted, they have Bradley Chubb. Right. You look at all the top corners in the league right now. <laughs> it is... But if you, hey, if you could play, you could play. It is so aggravating. Yeah. So aggravating. J.C. Horn is 18th on the list in terms of coverage. I, what do I have for you? Uh, everybody who's, who loves Jeff, uh, Jeff Okuda, free Hefe. I was told it was the free Hefe season. You can call in 313-552-6322. I want to know. Because he, he looked good early on. Yeah, he showed, he he showed some flashes. He was exposed in film with safety help. He's now being exposed in single-man coverage and zone coverage, for that matter. He's not doing well. He's struggling. He's the number three overall pick. And Derek Stingley and Ahmad Gardner, Sauce Gardner, are already having better careers, and they're only five games in than he has had through three years. When is enough enough? Free Hefe. And look, I know the Tracy Walker injury hurts. I know that's tough. Yeah, I know because not he's having, st- I know not having a pass rush is tough. Because he stopped playing but well. But it's only that excuse. Jalen Ramsey's rookie year. Gus Bradley. Go look at that football team. Three and thirteen. They sucked. He was just fine. Even in a bad defense with no pressure. Mm-hmm. So you go to coverage grades, they suck. You look at pass rushing grades, at the top of the league, you got Dallas, Buffalo, Denver, the Jets, yada, yada, yada. The Carolina Panthers are 21st. The Detroit Lions are 27th. The Colts have a worse pass rush. The Texans, the Cardinals, the Falcons, and the Bears all have a worse pass rush. Yet somehow, some way, they all have a better record. Makes sense to me. Help it makes sense to me. I think Lions fans at this point need to just swallow the fact that Jeff's not going to be one of these elite corners. Like he teased you the first few weeks. He teased and then you, you. Then you figured out it was all a charade. And I, I think it's hard because a guy coming off. I'm, this isn't excuses, but this is the reality. He's coming off an Achilles injury. You showed things in those first three games. 
you were getting a pass rush. You had Tracy Walker. Now, since then, you don't you don't get any pressure. You don't have Tracy. You have a, you have a, actually a rookie starting next to Deshaun Elliott. There's a lot of things, but it's it's not like you can blame all these other reasons why Jeff's struggling. It's you clearly know who's given Jeff. up the 15th I mean, most receiving yards. Who? Jeff Okuda. See, that's that's the reality. Even if you let's say the, the Lions had one of the best pass rushes in the league, you can get to the quarterback. Would Jeff be having this all pro season? I don't think so. Like that, he's not having an all pro. No, I'm season saying I, I, you, you didn't hear me. If, if the Lions had one of the best pass rushes in the league, would he be an all pro? I think he would look better. I don't think he'd be no, anywhere near I, all it, pro. We no. agree. We agree. So that's the ceiling, right? Of Jeff, like I, I don't see Jeff being this uh, premier uh, Jeff Okuda Island. I mean, we went through this weeks ago before the the Seattle game, and he got torched by DK. But we said it. Like I don't. I don't know if he can keep that up, what he did the first three games. It's not going to happen. See, it's it's comments like this that absolutely drive me nuts. And, Steven, I like you, buddy, but Akuda is just, excuse me, Akuda is getting grabby because he lacks confidence. That will come over time. Dude, it's been three years. How much time? How? Why is everybody, why does everybody get five, six years to do their job? Why can't you just come in and do your job? Why can't you perform on the job day one? Why? Why? I want to know. Free Hefe. Jeff Okuda walks around Allen Park like he runs the bitch. Gets dogged on like a bitch on Sundays. You kidding me? And no, all of the team's failures so far in the year have nothing to do with Jeff Okuda. But the point in bringing up Jeff Okuda is he is not playing well. He isn't, and this is a guy that commands a $10 million figure who will be around next year and who you will have to make the decision, do you extend him on the fifth-year option? And right now, it's a big hell no. Adam, how were you at your first job after high school? Were you an all-pro? Wait, what? Well, I'm actually genuinely confused by that, well, just that comparison. You're going to compare a, a, a software development job <laughs> to being a professional corner who makes millions of dollars, tens of millions of dollars. Trapped a third overall. Well, me out of college. Well, I didn't even graduate college. Well, me out of high school. Getting paid 35000 a year to be a software developer. That's, that's, that's the comparison. Okay. I like that. Hefe Island, baby. Let's see. Diggs gave up the most yards against wide receivers last year and still considered to be good. Yeah. You know why, dipshit? Are you ready for this? Because Trayvon Diggs right now is one of the highest graded corners in all of football. And in terms of coverage, he's up near the top. And he's, got, he's almost leading the league in interceptions, I believe. And he is playing at an all-pro level. And he's not giving up the most yards in the NFL like he did last year. That's the difference. That's the difference. I, I am stumped. I'm stumped. I really am. He's got an 84.4. I, I can't with these people. I really can't. I really can't. It's always an excuse. It's always an excuse. Oh, you just it took Slay three full years to be the corner he is now. Jeff was most was hurt most of his first two years. Izzy, you're paying him ten million dollars to do nothing. Do you not get how it works? Yeah, Slay was a I could go draft Asante Samuel. Right. 
He would be more productive right now than, what's his face? Jeff Akuda. What are we doing? It's always the excuses. Excuses for Hawkinson. Excuses for Swift. Excuses for Jeff Akuda. They're either not healthy or when they're on the field, they suck. DeAndre Swift, phenomenal running back. Never healthy. He's so good, Adam. He's never on the field. What am I supposed to do? I agree, he's phenomenal. He's never available. TJ Hawkinson. Oh, oh my God, he's back! He's back, Adam, look what he did against the Seahawks! Oh my God! One catch on four targets the following game. What do you know? Back to being Eric Ebron. Way to go, TJ. Jeff Okuda gets exposed in the film room. Now you can't give him safety support because you don't have a Tracy Walker. And even if you do, he's getting beat already. He's gotten burnt the last few weeks. It's always an excuse. This fan base, I will never understand all of you. No. I understand you want your players to succeed and you want your football team to succeed. I want that just as much as you do. But I will not sit here and allow you to continue to make excuse after excuse after excuse while everybody else in the league is finding a way. Every other player in the league who was drafted as high or not as high is figuring it out. But with Jeff Okuda, no, we have to coddle him. Hawkinson, oh no, baby, it's okay. Swift, oh my baby, it's okay. You're never available to play for us. It's okay, Bubba, it's okay. Kidding me? Did you know, and it's crazy to think about, Jeff actually hasn't played a full season. Like, I'm talking in totality. He's played 15 career games. That's why he games. was called a bust going into but, the season. And, and I get that, but a part of that, too, Greg is... Greg Oden, when he was on the court, was he not very good? Greg Oden? Why is he a bust? Well, on, in college, he was pretty good. Why was he a bust? Because he... Um, he was injured. Yeah, he was injured. I mean, that's, that's he was reality. injured. Yeah, he was banged up. But, again... That's all. Also, Greg Oden was given the benefit of the doubt for a long time. Never worked out. So for Jeff, it is, I think, premature to say it. I'm with you. He hasn't been playing well. My thing with Jeff is just be healthy. Then we can make these this judgment. I'm mean, to play 15 career games in three years. That if that's where you're going and calling him a bust, you have an argument. But I, it's hard for me to not to, to not give him more time with only 15 games. But the, the the point you're making, though, about how much he's making is the problem. $10 million, and you're going to have to decide very soon what you're going to have to Whether do with you him. like it or not, That's he'll the be reality. here next year. And you're, yeah, it's going to be And the reality up. is, the reality is, this is a guy who has gotten worse game after game after game. He came out hot against Philly, really good against Washington, very good against Minnesota, and then Seattle... In New England, he's been on his face. But we're going to make the excuse for him. We just need to give him time. You're paying him $10 million. I don't need to give you time. I need you to be one of the better corners in the NFL. And if you're not giving me that, Jeff, after next year, you're gone, buddy. It's that simple. It's that simple. Yes, he needs a better pass rush. Yes, he could use more support. So could everybody else. Why are we making excuses? Mm -hmm. And that, that goes with just accepting that Jeff isn't that dude. Sauce Gardner. He's not that dude. Sauce is showing things. But again, like this is... We He's a rookie. No, we, we acknowledge that Jeff was drafted too high. He was. And now we're, we're going to dog on him for not having the performances. But we knew he was drafted too high. And he was injured. So, again, give him the entire season. 
You, you gotta see What do you him. think of Derek Stingley? You, you, well, he's playing excellent. He's, are you sure? Not playing too bad, no. You, you like what you've seen out yeah. of Stingley so far? You know who has a 29th rated pass rush in the NFL? Houston Texans. Yeah. I know, I know you're going there. But again, those guys, they're just better players coming out than Jeff. Like that, we acknowledge know, they're know, better Jeff, than Jeff. I know, we're we, not arguing here, but you see where I'm going? No, yeah, yes, yes. It's frustrating. It is. It I'm is. not saying the Lions are 1 and 4 because of Jeff Okuda. No, I, I get what, what you're saying. saying is when are you going to look yourself in the mirror and say, Swift, if he's not healthy for the rest of the year, I'm done. Cut. Hawkinson, if I'm going to get two, three catches a game for the rest of the year, I'm done. Jeff Okuda, I'm done. you got to make these decisions. Mm-hmm. Very soon. And again, the fan base is how you go 65 years with only one playoff win. This is how you do it. <laughs> By making excuses. Give them next year. And then just give them next year. Give Dan till next year. Give Jeff next year. It's his first year starting. Give, give him, Jeff. Give everybody an extra year. Why? 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 Because what are you going to do with him? What are you going to do with him? Trade him? He, Jeff Okuda, on an individual level, has not shown much outside of the first, I would say, the Washington and the Minnesota well, game. Played pretty good against Devonta Smith. They weren't going there because they were having success everywhere else. Well, he so. had five targets, didn't catch a ball. I mean, you got to give him credit for that. I mean, were we just going to disregard that? No, and be like, no, well, that's no. fair. Fine, I'll give you. So it, but for the first three games since then, he has he look, has not look played. Look at well. why the Lions are in the state that they're in. Is it because of Jeff Okuda? No. No. Is it because of the talent? I don't think so. That defense. It's, it's as a, a whole. Coach. That defense. Let's go through game by game right now. Mm-hmm. We got one minute, so let's just go game by game. Philly, you had a timeout before half, an onside kick, and another questionable timeout. Yep. Cool. Next game, Washington. Nothing to complain about. You look very good. You played the way we all expect you to play. Third game, Minnesota. You control the game for three quarters. You're up with a minute left. Inefficient on offense at some points. You're up 10. You blow the game. Okay. You're up 24-14 going into the fourth. You blow that game. You decide to kick a 50-yarder with a kicker who only had attempted five of them in his career. In a building, in a direction where Greg Joseph on the opposite sideline had pushed two right already. Makes sense to me. You knew. Instead of going for it, like your mantra was, or punting and saying, you know what? Let's see if Kirk Cousins can drive 90 yards down the field and beat us. Both would have been acceptable and nobody's mad this morning. Because at that point, you've already seen kicks. The Patriots, it was the first kick of the game. Cousins on drives before. Right. Right. Seattle. Unacceptable. New England, unacceptable. You can't give up 48. You can't get shut out. Both are unacceptable. Just keep making excuses, though. Mm-hmm. That's, that's, that's the job here. That's what we do. We all just quickly defend Sheila and Dan and everybody else when the results aren't good because, you know, we're not ready. We're not ready. And then the players don't do well. They need to be held accountable, too. But I was told Hefe's been freed. And I get reports from Allen Park that he walks around like he runs that bitch. Are you serious? I swear to you. What? I'm not going to reveal who. Get them in trouble. I'm not going to do that. No, I didn't mean like who, but when? Like, was this recently? This is all, all, all training camp, all regular season. Oh, okay. He walks until, around with that confidence, like I'm that dude. He's that dude. He walks around like he's that dude. Yeah. It, it, 
Well, that's a tough one. For Having me, though, I, I'm willing to get. I'm going to give Jeff the entire season. I, I get, but whoever said free Hefe, like he was going to be this lockdown corner, they they fooled themselves. I mean, that's the reality. I didn't expect that out of Jeff. I think he played well the first three games, but there's more than Jeff. There's more than just Jeff in terms of problems with this team. Uh, but he doesn't help being the 72nd ranked corner on PFF. Does not help. No, no, that's just PFF. Nobody takes PFF seriously. Right? Well, I guess if it it's fits not your like narrative, they have millions you do. of dollars going into their data, right? If if it fits your narrative, you do. Anybody will. But if it doesn't, you won't take it serious. See, uh, Bob, this is where we disagree. The CEO of this football team is not Brad Holmes. You dumb fuck. It's Dan Campbell. The CEO of the Rams is Sean McVay. The CEO of the Chiefs is Andy Reid. The CEO of the Niners is Kyle Shanahan. You know how you know how GMs get fired in the NFL outside of busting in draft picks and ruining the cap? Effing up on drafting a quarterback and hiring the head coach. If you can't do either of those things, you're out. Before the talent, before anything. Before the cap. If you can't hire a good coach, you're done. When we get back, we'll go to the Detroit Red Wings. What to expect from Mo Sider? I have a big, 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 bold prediction for you, Jeff. I can't wait for you to hear this one. Get your thoughts on it. That and Thursday Night Football coming up at 941. Fantasy football implications. So much more. But before we go, Jeff, our good friends over at Big Boy. For a limited time only, all new burgers and loaded fries are at Big Boy. And it's not just the Slim Jim. It's the Big Jim, the chili cheeseburger, as well as the bacon blue. And how, how about upgrading those fries, by the way? They have the chili cheese fries, baked potato fries, and the nacho fries. Satisfy those taste buds at Big Boy. Fellas, let's be honest. We like things to be easy. We like simple stuff, like sports seven days a week. We like things uncomplicated, like Lady Jane's haircuts for men. Open 10 to 8, seven days a week. Walk in anytime. Sign in, sit down, watch your favorite team play. And before you know it, your hair will be game ready. Open 10 to 8, seven days a week. Walk in anytime. Lady Jane's haircuts for men. It's wicked awesome. Three NBA championships. Detroit fans were there. 11 Stanley Cups. Detroit fans were there. Four World Series wins. Detroit fans were there. And uh, that one Lions playoff win in 1991. Yeah, Detroit fans were there. Woodward Sports, where the fans are. Guys, winter's coming, and you can't go outside and sit in the sun and get your tan on. So go check out Chili Pepper Standing because it's where you'll find the cleanest salons in the D with spotless, sanitized rooms and trained and certified tanning professionals. Join the Pepper Club for all the best deals. They'll beat all competitors by $5. Don't forget to pick up the Australian Gold, Designer Skin, Cal Tan, and Swedish Beauty Lotions. ChiliPepperStanding.com, hottest bulbs, hottest deals, darkest tans, your vitamin D headquarters, 27 locations in more. On the way. Chili pepper stand. All right, let's get to something more positive. Something that is going to drive up my blood pressure, and that's the Detroit Red Wings. Jeff, Mo Cider. He's a dog. I'm putting money on him. I'm putting money on him to win it. And you know what I'm talking about. I think he will be the, the best no defenseman Norris. in the league. Norris Trophy. And he will win it. I don't think you're crazy, considering the rookie season he had. I mean, he's he's up there already. So if he can take that next step, 
playing with better players around him. Derek Lalonde, a guy who understands how to help him get to that level. I don't think you're crazy, Adam. I wonder what his odds are currently. Did you check already? I have. Because that would be something I'm curious to see. I'll find out. If you could check. Yeah, I mean, listen, most cider. I know my guy Mike Gentry's over there. He's been covering it. And there's a lot of exci there's a lot of exciting players to be happy about. I mean, Elder Soderbloom, 6'8", same height as Isaiah Stewart, by the way. A guy that Mike Gentry has, has been a big fan of, loves watching him on the ice. But more importantly, most cider, Lucas Raymond. These guys, I'm excited for because we saw the success they had their rookie year, but now you're rolling into another season with veterans around you, which is something they didn't have last year. So it's just different. It's a different vibe. You have Derek Lalonde, a guy who has championship DNA. I mean, I'm thinking he's going to be able to get the most out you of can buy Mo Sider. More, what, is, what is his odds at? You can buy Mo Sider at plus 2,000. Wow. 100 bucks pays a lot. 100 bucks pays 2,000 bucks. Not bad if you ask me. That is a nice bet. Hundred bucks pays out two thousand bucks. Not bad. Cider for Norris, hundred percent. I'm all in. I mean, he does it all, right? This is a guy that gave you the points last year, right? Yeah. This is a guy he, that he filled up both. every statue you would want offensively, but also defensively was a menace. You don't get to check him. He checks you even when you're the one who's trying to do the checking. Yeah. He's he phenomenal. Excellent defenseman. I truly believe the signings they've made in the offseason will only complement him even more. I think you're going to be... I, I truly believe you will be stunned by how good of a defenseman he will be this year. And you look around the league, you have like... You have all these guys that really give you something offensively. He does it in a... I would say a boring way. It doesn't jump off the screen, but he'll contribute 40-plus points a year. Mm -hmm. He'll get you 40-plus. And on top of that, he'll arguably be the best defensive player in all of hockey. He'll be your best skater on the defensive side. No doubts. I think he wins it all. I love this comment on WarworkSports.com, our chat. Unfortunately, there's a winning team bias when it comes to the Norris, most awards. You think the Red Wings and the amount of games they win will hold, that, will hold him back in winning that Norris no, trophy? No, no. The Red Wings are historically one of the greatest franchises in NHL history. There's nothing the NHL would love more than a young, up-and-coming defenseman on an original six team to win that award. I don't, I don't see it being That's a great point. at all. That's a great point. Tough <sighs> East, though. I know Derek Lalonde talked about that, too. It's funny because watching Lalonde's press conference and him answer questions, it's in, in a, he's like, I don't mean to be pessimistic, but what, what do they need, like 30 more points last year to make the playoffs? He's like, I don't know if we'll take that jump. But they're certainly going to they're going to be improved. They're going to want improvement. But I love how realistic Derek is with with where he expects his team to be. It's not like hey, I love when playoffs. we have uh, I love when we have people chime in in the Woodward Sports chat. Joseph Slater or Slaughter says Mel Tucker's in his third season and Dan Campbell is five games into his second season. Why are you concerned with Mel Tucker? Uh, why are you not concerned? Excuse me, with Mel Tucker, but you're with Dano. I'll tell you why, buddy. Uh, Mel Tucker won 11 games last year. Fuckhead. 
Well, Dan he, Campbell. He showed some things. Yeah. Has won four games in 22 attempts. There are two rookie coaches this year that have won as many games as he had in 22 games and five. That's why. And it's not even the win-loss record. It's also, I have seven, eight, nine games dating back to last season and now this season where your coach continues to put this football team in positions to lose. Whether it's fourth and nine, an onside kick, a BS timeout that gives Philly an opportunity to make it a two-score game. You sack Lamar Jackson, you call a timeout, let them collect themselves. They draw up a play and boom, they beat you. What more do you want to see? I'm seeing a pattern of awful decision-making. And you're going to hide behind, oh, the talent, the talent, Adam, the talent, ah! It wasn't talent against Philly. No. Mel Tucker. Ta- wasn't talent against Washington. Mel Tucker, I mean. I didn't him, hear anything about Washington. Him, I didn't hear anything about Minnesota when he dominated that game. Him beating Michigan the last two years is like Dan Campbell if he were to beat the Packers or something like that. Like, there, there's, there's more that goes into it. Mel's shown more, so... And college is different than the NFL. I hate doing that comparison. It really is. It's funny as hell. <laughs> it really is. If we have to give Mel Tucker time to recruit, why not give Dan Campbell more time to get free agents? Because it's not in college... Works. Here, let, yeah, me, let me fucking explain something to you dumbasses out there, okay? <laughs> in the NFL, it takes no longer than one to two years to turn it around. That's how the NFL is built. College football, there are situations where you walk into a high-tier program, you turn it around in a year. You can recruit. Case in point, Lincoln Riley brings Caleb, brings Addison. It's Michigan State. Michigan State are doing the NIL investment, the investment in the coach, all of these things to try and get to that level. But they're not at Michigan, at USC, Ohio State, Texas, Florida. They're not there yet. Bama, Georgia, they're not there yet. LSU. Michigan State is not at that level. It's a different conversation. In the NFL, it's fair game for all 32 teams. Anybody can turn it around. That's why. When we get back, the Bears are playing tonight. Thursday night football. Jeff, who are you playing this week in fantasy? Uh, I believe I'm playing Justin. I'm playing Justin. Oh, no way. Yep. That's a great matchup. It is. That's a great matchup. Can't wait to hear it. Thursday Night Football coming up in just a bit. But before we go, Jeff, our good friends over at OddsTrader. OddsTrader.com is the number one site for your game day bets, play-by-play updates, live scores, and the best price from every game for multiple sports books. Go to OddsTrader.com right now and find out your best bet. Life is full of hard choices. We're here to make one of life's biggest decisions as simple as possible. My name is Christina Gennari, and for over 20 years, I've helped hundreds of families buy and sell homes. We cover all of Metro Detroit and more, from large luxury homes to starter homes. We will work hard to make sure that you get the home of your dreams. So if you're in the market today or even thinking about buying or selling in the future, make the obvious choice. Christina Gennari, the obvious choice in real estate. Visit us at soldchristina.com today. Get a shot up. This is for the win. All of Detroit sports teams live on Woodward. All of Detroit sports coverage lives on Woodward Sports. Driving the best in Detroit sports coverage. Is it time to get back to your fighting weight? 
feel like summer packed on too many pounds well custom health centers takes the willpower out of weight loss whether you need to lose 20 or 120 pounds custom health centers will help you do it quickly and safely that's the important word there safely go to customhealthcenters.com or give them a call today at 844-789-THIN that's 844-789-THIN all right we are back here on the morning woodward show jeff thursday night football commanders bears who you got this Are you even going to watch this game? Um, I'll be tuning in. I mean, I always watch it, but will I tune off, turn it off mid-game? I, I don't know. We'll find out. But overall, I mean, it is at Soldier Field, two teams that are struggling. I do have and, McLaurin and, going, by the way. And you have McLaurin. I have Gibson. I'm not starting him because yeah. he has not shown Sit me him. anything. He's been playing yep, yep. terrible. Uh, Carson Wentz, I believe, is playing today. He's banged up. He has something with his bicep. I'm going to probably still go with the Commanders. I, I I would see a situation where the Commanders are 2-4 and four and the Bears are 2-4 and four rather than the Bears 3-3, three and three, Commanders are 1-5. and five. I think the, the, the comments made earlier from Ron Rivera this week, although it's ridiculous why he said it, I think that'll kind of push Carson into being more motivated. And they're going to go out. I think they'll beat the Bears at home. Um, they're 2-0 and oh at home so far, the Bears. Two of their wins are at home. They are pretty good. And uh, the Commanders haven't won yet on the road. So... Part of me wants to lean the Bears, but I just don't see it. I, the Bears got a good defense, but I'm still going to lean Commanders here. Um, I hate saying this. I hate making the picks. This is probably the worst game to pick, but I'm going to roll with the Commanders here. In a close game, ugly matchup, I'll say I'll say 2014. Something terrible. Fair enough. Well, look, I got McLaurin going, so what I'm about to say is very biased, and I'm going up against Chicago defense. So oh, that's the Washington Commanders biased. will win 28-7. to against the Chicago Bears. Terry McLaurin, two touchdown receptions tonight. That's the game. I am very biased about it, and I won't uh, I won't lie to you. The, the over-under is 38. I would take the under. I mean, you can't. You don't wow. have a choice. Yeah, no, you don't I'm, have a choice. I'm, I'm you have to take the under. And it's even on the spread. <laughs> of course it is. Of course it is. Hockey season is back, which means I get to bet the over at five and a half. Oh, here we go. This, can't is, wait. this is where the money rolls in I for you. I can't wait. The overs. You were best slamming overs left and right last best year. Best time of the year, man. I don't know how many consistent year. bets you hit on, but I remember doing the show. It was, it was like weeks. Back in the day, there was a five-week stretch where I bet the over on every hockey game. And that was at the beginning of the season, right? That was in January. Oh, so that was, was not last year, the year prior. Okay. Five-week stretch where I went like 140 and 14 on those bets individually. It was insane. Okay, that's pretty good. It was insane. It was insane. It wasn't like five weeks. It was longer than that. It was God knows how long it was. I mean, you're talking. Yeah, I bet I bet on over like 150 games in a three-month stretch, four or five-month stretch, something along those lines. It was ridiculous. Having said that, uh, let's see. Bob Johnson says, it's the talent, Adam. It's the talent. Why don't you do a PFF show and talk? tell us about the talent? Guys, again, I'm just, I'm, I got four minutes. I'm going to say it one more time. If you can't take out the earwax out of your ears and listen to what I'm saying, then we're never going to find any common ground. The reality is it was not talent going into the year. Nobody questioned the talent. Nobody. Everybody was on board with seven, eight wins. What happens? You, play, you played against Philly just fine. I didn't hear a talent issue there. Your coach cost you that game. I didn't hear talent issues when you beat down Washington. I didn't either. I didn't hear talent issues when you dominated Minnesota, even without Tracy Walker, who got hurt in that game. I didn't hear talent issues. 
But your coach cost you that game too. I didn't hear talent issues when he put up 45 against Seattle. Oh, well, it's the defense. Well, there's just as bad of a defense around the league that could at least force a punt. Coaching, guys. Coaching is costing you, not talent. Mm -hmm. If you were 2-3, and 3-2, three, three and two, we're not having this conversation. The reality is that's right. exactly what would have happened. And you're, you're not saying the Lions have one of the best defenses either. No, absolutely like You're just not. saying the talent They're is good enough They're one of the most to... talentless mm -hmm. defenses in the NFL. They're part of the bottom seven. Right. And of those bottom seven teams, all of them have a better record than the Lions. None of them have given up 48 points. And you still have them at 10. You still had them at 10 losses. You had them at 7 to 10. Like, how good? The defense is going to, yeah, 10 games You guys is fine. just don't like it because it hurts, and you're 1 and 4, and you're ready to cry, and your season's over. Not my fucking problem. You have a head coach who's responsible for the wins and losses. Suck it up, cupcakes. He's the one costing you football games, not your talent. And if your talent isn't developing, that's on coaching. Very true. Why is Sean McDermott able to take over an awful, putrid Buffalo Bills roster with Tyrod Smith as their starting quarterback? Go 9-7. and seven. They draft Josh Allen. They go 6-10 and 10 year two. And then it's 10 wins, 13 wins, 11 wins. Why is that? Why is that? Why are you able to see signs of competent coaching everywhere else in the league except in Detroit? I don't get it. When we get back, we'll go to mailbag. I'll take all your questions along with Jeff. Fish, you feel free to chime in all you want, buddy. That's nice of you. I don't even you. want to talk right now. But before we go, i got to tell you about Planet Fitness, the official studio sponsor of the Woodward Sports Network. Sign up today. One down, $10 a month. We will be live next Wednesday. No, not next Wednesday. Excuse me. The following Wednesday. 26, I believe. Is it 26 I believe it's 25? the 26th. Yep, you're correct. 26. Wednesday the 26th. Up in, on Ryan Road, Sterling Heights, Michigan, we will be at that Planet Fitness all day giving away Michigan-Michigan State tickets, a free year of the Black Card membership, Braylon Edwards signed jersey, Darren McCarty signed jersey, so make sure you check it out. We'll see you guys in just a little bit. At work and at home, we're there with smarter security solutions. Featuring complete automation with customized alerts and more. For over 90 years, we've been the company that's been counted on to protect what matters most, all with personalized service and care. Right now, for a limited time, receive a free video device plus free installation with a new home system. Guardian Alarm. We protect Michigan. When you need apparel, there's only one place to go. Big Frog in Novi. With no setup fees, no artwork fees, no minimum, and a 24-hour turnaround, you can have your whole team outfitted in no time. Embroidery, direct-to-garment, vinyl, and screen printing, Big Frog has it all in all the styles you want. So whether it's a sports team, fundraiser, school event, or corporate needs, Big Frog is your one-stop destination. Visit bigfrog.com novi or call 844-4-BIG-FROG. Make sure you download the Woodward Sports app in the App Store and the Google Play Store today. Take Woodward Sports with you wherever you go and listen live on your phone or mobile device. All right, we are back here on the morning Woodward Show. Mailbag time. Get your questions in the Woodward Sports I got a good chat. One. Go for it, Jeff. Cheesit851 asks uh, on WoodwardSports.com, Mailbag, with Carolina possibly going on a fire sale, do you think Brad Holmes should wait? Or try to make a. Uh, he said, or, or should you? Do you think Brad Holmes should try and make a move or sit and wait for the offseason? All right, hold on. Put put the camera on me, Alex, right now. 
All right. Well, who are they going to go for? It depends. Because I'm interested. Brian Burns, I like a lot. Brian Burns. But he's going to. Derek he, Brown. But he's get, Brian Burns will probably command a first round pick. I don't give a damn. I don't give a damn. I, I'll take Derek Brown or Brian Burns, and you could have a first round pick. Well, let me let me I'm say this. I'm fine with that. Well, Brown would, is a top five pick, and he's and we need that interior D line. Let me we, we just, do. Let me help you. He he was a first round pick. He's in year four. Mm-hmm. You so you only him have him this year, or next year, right? And then he's gonna get paid. So a first round pick. That's a tough one. Hey. Uh, it's a tough ask. That's all I'm saying. I get it. I like Brian Burns a lot. He's but good he's got too. one year left on his deal. That's that's tricky for me. I'll that's take a tough him. one. I, would I know be, you'll take it. I would, I'd be willing. I'm, I'm, I'm thirsty. Derek Brown, Brian Burns, two guys that could help this defense and help Aiden Hodgson. So I'm all for it. Be aggressive. If not, wait till the, wait till the draft. Take somebody that's injured. Um, let's see. Let's see. You think Jared Jacobs will start after the bye week? Yeah, I do. Jared Jacobs is, and I'm quoting Dan Campbell here, one of their better, better communicators, according to AG and Darren, uh, Dan Campbell. So I expect Jared Jacobs, yes, to start. Let's see what else we got here. Is everyone still upset the Lions didn't get any primetime games? No, I'm happy. Thank God I don't have to sit there at night watching the Lions lose 29-0. I appreciate it. Thank you very much. Early NBA Finals predictions. Jeff, go for it. Uh, Clippers Bucks. What? Yep. You s- what? Clippers Bucks. Clippers? You sh- that is like calling the Lions to go to the Super Bowl before a season. Give me the Clippers. Why? They got a Why? roster. That's not a terrible pick. No. They have they have the roster and they have a championship experience head coach. Guy who's been there. Yeah. Call me crazy. If you, if you want to go Golden State, that's fine. I'm not going to argue with you. I think Golden State could make a run back to the NBA Finals, but. The Clippers? Are you, are you kidding me? John Wall, Paul George, Kawhi Leonard? Like, they got guys, man. So, give me the Clippers. I don't give a damn. Oh, I am. Who's your pick? Well, let's see who, Let's see yours. If you, if you hate it, you got to give me something back. I don't hate the Eastern Conference pick, dude. I don't hate the Eastern give Conference pick. Give me a West. Pick. Give me a pick. Because the West is so tough. It's not. <laughs> give me a West. Give me a pick. You can't say Warriors. Because you ain't saying Lakers. It's probably like two teams you could pick. Three. Yeah. I mean, who are you going I'm with? I'm going to go. <laughs> you know I'm going to make fun of you when well, you he say was... I know. <laughs> He's thinking yeah. about it because I think he likes the Clippers Russell Westbrook and the Lakers. Get the <laughs> hell out of here. They're not even making the play. Yeah, see, well, Stop I don't know about it. that. Don't make the play out. Don't uh... make the play in. Jeff, Give I think he likes your pick. Bucks and the Denver Nuggets. Oh, okay. I mean, Nuggets, okay. uh, I mean, that's it's kind of like saying that, the Clippers. What has that team done? But I mean, got to more the, than the Clippers. Got to the Western Conference Finals. The Clippers have done that. The Clippers <laughs> they, haven't gotten to a Western Conference Final. They have. They have. Well, they haven't. Not the last, I mean, not the last, like, two years, but they've what gotten mean, there. They got back with uh, Lop City? No, they didn't. They've gotten to Western Conference Finals. When did the Clippers get to a Western they, they, Conference they Final? They lost to the Houston. They, 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 lost to who, Golden, they lost to a team that made the Finals. I can't remember what's oh, on my Oh, probably head. Golden State. Wasn't it yeah, that Clip- Chris Paul game? Chris Paul had a few games. No, 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 no. And, and, the Clippers, and the Clippers at least have championship-tested players. I mean, they, they have Kawhi do? Leonard, who single-handedly took the Toronto Raptors. Ah, okay, ah, here, here. Ah, I got ah. East. 2021, it was, it was last year. Ah, the Clippers yep. and the Suns. Or oh, the year yep. prior. Mm-hmm. You're right. Well, why don't I remember that? I'm thinking Lob City days, by the way. Yeah, that's The Clippers way actually back made a Western Conference final? Yeah. So you, you in the bubble year. Yeah. Wow, I didn't know that. Yeah. 
Yeah, really but weird. again, it was bubble, but no, I, I just the, no, it wasn't the bubble. It year. wasn't the that bubble was the year. year. It was, was the, the 2021 year. year. Yeah. Oh yeah. So I mean, yeah. on top of that, I, I do. I like the Clippers. I like the roster. I like their head coach. Fair enough. Denver, I would say, is like that's a sleeper. I wouldn't be surprised if Denver makes a run either. I like the, I like the the Nuggets a lot. I went on Booner's. Uh, shout out to Booner by the way. Booner hey. Sports Show. Go check it out. Had me on the pod yesterday, and I I said it. Clippers and uh, Clippers and Bucks. I even convinced my man Booner to even lean lean the Bucks. So. Listen, call me crazy. Call me crazy. Hollywood says thoughts we'll on Kenneth Walker taking over the starting workhorse uh, for the Seahawks. Kenneth Walker went for eighty-two dollars in a bid in my fantasy league. That's eighty-two dollars. That's insane. Was the winning bid for Kenneth Walker in my league? Huh. I'm excited for him. He he could be special. You know what sucks? I drafted him. And then I dropped him after week one because oh, he was hurt. Rashad Penny looked good. I was like, eh, not worth it. Not worth keeping a roster spot. Did someone pick him up? Uh, nobody picked him up up until Rashad Penny got hurt. And oh, then he went yeah. into the queue and everybody oh. started bidding on him. Yeah. Oh, I like the oh, Eric Allen asks, uh, would you trade Jeff Wilson and Corey Davis for Gabe Davis and Javante? Then drop Javante for Rashad White since my running backs are stacked and wide receivers at Sapar at, bus, uh, at best. No. Eckler, Jones, Clyde Edwards, and Dylan. Why, why would you want Corey Davis and Javante? Javante should be released. He's, it's a torn ACL. Why, why are you doing this so trade? You're essentially trading Jeff Wilson and Corey Davis for Gabe Davis and Rashad White. I don't like that I, at all. I like, I like Jeff Wilson. I think he's been playing really well, and yeah. fantasy especially. So. Yeah, Niners backs are very unreliable, and Depot Samuels had a slow start to the season. So Right. Who knows not, how that'll I'm not a fan of that Depot's going to get a lot of touches. Let's see. Yeah, I don't, I don't get it. I agree, Southpaw. I agree, bro, Broder. I don't know why he's on a roster. I had Javante. He got released that night. What are we doing? Yeah, he's, his leg You is, release him. It's that simple. His leg is done. Um, what else do we got here? Adam, I like does this. Does the Hutch f- yep. pick at number two feel a lot like Jeff Okuda at three? No, no, nope. I'm not going there. Not even I'm close. I'm not going there. Because, yeah. one, uh, Aiden Hutchinson has given you glimpses, number one. Number Very two, early. he's not injured and missing his, the whole season. And, look, for all the things we can say about how he hasn't performed, there are still 12 games left in the year. Now, if Hutchinson gets hurt and misses the rest of the year and then somehow gets hurt to start the year next year, yeah, we're going to talk about him being a bust. Mm-hmm. That's the reality. And unlike Jeff Okuda, Aiden was, you know, arguably, if not the great, the best player in the draft. So, and you got a position that I, I love usually goes high, Akuda, which are edge rushers, uh, not corners. Aiden Hutchinson is overrated. Prior to the Ohio State game, the lowest any legitimate mock draft expert had Aiden Hutchinson going was number five. Stop it. I love the hindsight. I love it. I love the revisionist history. I love it. Goat Noah. What it, you saw ahead. the Browns trade for Deion Jones. Can the Lions go trade for a linebacker? He goes, or Who should they? Who and what? We'll see. Uh, they yeah. should make a move, yes. And I'm with but, you, Noah, by the way. Deion Jones, I was I was like, wow, he went for a late pick? I get it. It's a contender, but you can't go get that's a Deion thing, Jones. Though, right? you're, it's like you're in between a rebuild, like you're rebuilding, but you're also trying to take the next step. Well, there are a lot of teams that are rebuilding that are taking the next step right now. So I, I don't want to so hear that. So go and get Deion Jones. That's what they should have did. We'll see. We'll see. All right. Look, let's wrap it up with that. Thank you to everybody who joined us this morning. Appreciate it as always. We'll be back tomorrow. Thursday night football recap. We'll preview the weekend. All the college football games. Michigan, Michigan State, Penn State, you name it. We're going to cover it. We'll go hard into the NFC. Yes. We'll see what's going around the NFL. 
Prop bets, fantasy football. It's going to be a fun show tomorrow. Should be good. Don't have to stress the Lions losing. So <laughs> I think we'll all enjoy I was just a, say a Friday that. show. You all have a good rest of your day. Jeff, thank you as always. Yeah. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Thursday Night Football. Go enjoy it. <laughs>